it's St. Patty's Day time, so we watched a sequel that has pretty much no connection to its precursor, other than the fact that this angry little green man still wants his motherfucking gold back, and we want the 90 minutes of our life back. We watched Leprechaun 2. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Go ball, moon goons! Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, is my drinking buddy for St. Patty's Day, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Not Aaron Go Bra. <laughs> Aaron go barf. <laughs> Still hungover from St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we kind of uh, we had a pretty good St. Patty's Day this year. Uh, that's why this episode is a little late, but yeah, uh, St. Yeah, Patty's Day yeah. got in the way. <laughs> but it we, was a good time. We took care of it, man. We 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 treated St. Patrick's Day right. Proper. I, I think I actually carried you for a while. I gave you a piggyback ride. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, for you a did. while. Yeah, I was impressed <laughs> by that. Uh, I'm not a small man. I was very impressed. It's the strength of Irish whiskey. But uh, we hope you guys had a good St. Patty's Day, too, out there. I uh, hope everybody did. Uh, but on to more pressing business. It's still March Madness. So the we're serious at, stuff. The serious stuff. We're in the middle of March Madness here. It's been a crazy fucking tournament this year for you guys who actually follow it, the sports guys. It's been awesome. But for us, to bring it back home, we're in the middle, or we're getting close to rounding out round one of the Horrible Horror March Movie, movie madness, madness Tournament of Awful malign blah Some, yeah yeah <laughs> whatever uh so yeah we uh we're closing out we close out the uh crystal lake bracket this week and we started in the haddonfield bracket so let's update you on the brackets for those of you found at home uh we started off with killer donuts versus microwave massacre and in a close close matchup went down to the buzzer uh microwave massacre is moving on to the second yeah round. I, was, I was uh kind of surprised by that but um, and then we had Hide and Go Shriek taking on the Suckling. Uh, this one, again, not as uh, dominant as I thought it would be. But yeah, it's both had some votes. Again, but close. Clo- not Still, the, 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 the top, the, the favorite one, and I think we all think yes, Suckling. Yes, Suckling, I agree. Yeah, yeah the, the, the higher rank seed. Yes. Yeah, but the, the higher rank suck. <laughs> the Hide and Go Shriek tried to have a little bit of a Cinderella game, but did not work. Yeah. Uh, and finally, closing on Crystal Lake, we had Santa Claus taking on Two Thousand Maniacs. No surprise. No surprise. This was uh, this was a slaughter. Yeah. This was Santa Claus easily beating out Two Thousand Maniacs to move on mm-hmm. to our shitty sixteen. <laughs> uh, next one in, in round first matchup of the Haddonfield bracket, uh, we start things off with a crazy matchup. We had Creepazoids taking on. Pro wrestlers versus zombies. Now this one was tough for me because I like both of these movies. See now, in a weird way, they hold something in my. But heart. it's also tough for our voters, our listeners, because yeah. this one came in at a pure tie. Yeah, this one went to overtime, came in at a tie. So in a tie, we break the tie. We're gonna break the tie. We're gonna break the tie right now. Um, 
Now, I'll answer because you said you liked both of these. I did, so yes. I have my pick thoroughly in mind, but since you actually liked both of them, what, we'll see where you go first. Well, it, at the end of the day, which one would I rather watch or which one would I want to throw away? If I had both of them in my hand, which one would I say, I don't want to watch this? Yes. And that would be Creepazoids. All right. I would rather watch Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. Because it's fucking pro wrestlers versus zombies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's got Hogan or not Hogan, um, Hacksaw, Hacksaw Hyper, Kurt uh, Angle, Kurt, Shane yeah, Douglas, fucking, Matt Hardy. I, right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, this is this is great. Yeah, I uh, I'm glad you said it so we don't have a, a split vote here. I do agree. I would much rather have watched pro wrestlers versus zombies. I think that was more fun. Yeah. Um. So that was an easy tiebreaker. Creepazoids is moving Creepazoids on. Creepazoids is moving on. Uh, let me write that down in our bracket. Uh, then round two of Haddonfield, we had Killjoy versus Zombie Decadence. Uh, this one, uh, this one surprised me personally. Yeah, surprised me. But uh, Zombie Decadence was voted by the listeners being as the worst, worst one. as with worst between the two. Yeah, so Zombie uh, Decadence is moving on. I don't agree with it, but I hey, disagree. I too, didn't vote. But, yeah, you know, I'm not, not voting. It's not up to me. That's what I love about this. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not up to. It's kind of interesting also to kind of get your finger on the pulse of what people think was worse yeah. than the other. And uh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> surprise. Because um, Killjoy sucked. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> awful. Um, then next 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 matchup we have Evil Bong taking on Red Christmas. Bong. Uh, uh, and this one, uh, Evil Bong won again. I'm surprised. I'm not by this one. I think I mean people know Evil Bong. It's a shitty movie. It's intentional. You know what you're gonna get. But I think enough people liked Red Christmas. It had a much higher production value. Better kills. Better. Even though it had a lot of flaws, and we yeah, butchered no, it. we butchered it. But yeah. I'm not too surprised by this. Uh, I'm kind of, but at the same time, I, w- I could have seen people going the other way because people want to like, enjoy the silliness yeah. of Evil Bong. But uh, so yeah, Evil Bong's moving on, and then we had sorority girls in the slime ball Bolorama taking on Lake Fear Two, and this was an absolute massacre this was like a sweep this was you know this should have been like close it down 10 run rule throw in the towel yeah just mercy rule the slaughter rule comes into effect yeah exactly um lake here too easily moving easily moving on um again i'm very glad to see that i'm uh not too surprised the only thing i'm worried about is not enough people may have seen lake fear too oh but But people know (laughs) but people know about slime ball and so, I mean, that's kind of a cult classic. People know that one. I don't know many people if the people know enough about Lake Fear 2 to... But either way, the vote's right. Lake Fear 2 moves on. Yep. And then the last matchup we had for this past week was Sorority Slaughterhouse taking on Pork Chop 2. And this one came down... Aaron tied up the votes for this. I appreciate... Did, you, did this come down to one vote? One vote. One vote. Uh, so, I was shocked by this one, personally. But I guess in the me. But I'm a little biased on this, so mm-hmm. I guess I'm not. I shouldn't be, but I was. But uh, in the end, of, in the end of the day, Sorority Slaughterhouse is moving on. Was voted worse. Was voted worse. A lot of hate for Pork Chop too. Uh, I know some people's like, I'm voting for Pork Chop just just because of the fact they made a second <laughs> one. And I was like, oh, I like Pork Chop too. You love the Pork Chop series. Yeah, yeah you're I'm a Pork a Chop guy. Um, but even you, I think I think we even said Pork Chop too, or is it 3D that you liked? It was 3D. 3D was my favorite. That's the one you mm-hmm. liked, favorite. Yeah. Maybe I was thinking. Maybe I got confused with that one. Mm-hmm. 3D. Yeah, Pork Chop too was the weird one with the musical number and the. Yeah. Uh, but it did have the crazy like Missy Dawn. 
tiki torch. Yeah, the like face. with a weird backbend thing. Yeah, yeah. So that. All right, so that's the last one. We have we have three more matchups left in the Haddonfield bracket before we move on to our round two, she sixteen. So keep an eye out for those. They'll be being posted probably Monday, and then we'll start round two probably midweek, Wednesday or Thursday, depending on what's going on. Um, so let's keep an eye out. All right, so that's that. Let's move on to the reason for the season, the you know, re- why we're here. <laughs> uh, today's movie, Leprechaun 2. Leprechaun Run 2. Yeah, last year, we did Leprechaun 1, so I figured it's only probably we did 2. Um, even though a part of me wanted to skip ahead to uh, Leprechaun in space because that's just a piece of shit. That, that, that garbage <laughs> is prime pickings. But uh, anyway, Leprechaun 2 was released in theaters on April 8th of 1994. So... Leprechaun 1 came out on your birthday, January 8th, 1993. So this is just, like, just a little over a year. They are cashing in on that Leprechaun gold. (laughs) Because if you remember, it was made for $900,000, and it made about $9 million. So that's a good return on investment. That was. So they're just, they're riding that train. Yeah, I guess, I mean, that's what you did with horror movies at that time, franchise stuff. I mean, look, Friday 13th, they cranked out one every single year for it. Nine, ten years straight. Uh, so anyway, this was written by Mark Jones, Terry Meyer, and Al uh, Septine. Uh, directed by Rodman Flender. Uh, he has thirty-seven credits as a director. Um, he he's done episodes of the MTV re- recent MTV show Scream, based on the movies. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, he also did a stand-up Conan O'Brien can't stop stand-up documentary movie. Uh, he also directed the uh, Seth Green and Jessica Alba movie Idle Hands. If you oh, remember yeah. that one, you know what? I've never seen that. Really, it's yeah. kind of fun. It's I, not. Yeah, a, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, and he also directed episodes of Party of Five, Dawson's Creek, Arliss, and Tales from the Crypt. So he's done a lot of other stuff, which is that really surprised me. Yeah. Like after, I guess he got better after this. He had to movie. cut his teeth. Yeah. And now I have that Dawson Creek song stuck in my head. <laughs> I don't want to wait. Paula Cole. <laughs> for our lives to be over. That's really bad. Um, you can find this movie if you really want to on Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, Vudu, and iTunes. Uh, the cast, uh, we'll talk about a few people. Um, obviously, Leprechaun, Warwick Davis is back playing Leprechaun again in, in one of his uh, basically... His moneymaker. His moneymaker role, yeah. Uh, our lead, Cody, is played by Charlie Heath. He's only got 13 credits to name, and I'm not even going to name anything else he's been because it doesn't fucking matter because <laughs> he really did nothing after this. Yeah. Same with Bridget, played by Siobhan Durkin. She had 15 credits, but again, kind of went nowhere after mm-hmm. this. Uh, Morty is played by Sandy Barron. He was an old school, old, old-timey old actor. Uh, but again, nothing anybody I think is really gonna know of. But he, he had a lot of work behind him. But, uh, but I love that guy. Did you? <laughs> I loved Morty. <laughs> uh, no, surprisingly, the people who have like the smallest parts of this movie, like the cameos, have actually much better, way better than anybody else in this movie. Because we have cameos by Michael McDonald, Tony Cox, Clint Howard, and Kimmy Robertson. Now, Michael McDonald. He is a comedic character actor. He's most well-known for his time as a cast member on Mad TV. He was also in all the Austin Power movies, the movie Spy. He's in the Ghostbusters remake. He's in the movies Blood Fist 437 and Revenge of the Nerds 3 and 4. And he still continues to go on and do work today. Uh, next, Tony Cox might not be a, a name, but you fucking know this guy because he's the only <laughs> famous black midget out there. Right. Uh, <laughs> he's got 88 credits. 
of course, probably most famous for Bad Santa yeah, with he's, Billy, he's, Bob uh, Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton's like partner, the, the elf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also in Spaceballs, Me, Myself, and Irene, Ghoulies Four, and like Warwick Davis, he was also an Ewok in Return of the Jedi and the TV movie The Ewok Adventure. Oh no shit! Yep. Uh, and then Clint Howard, this guy again. Uh, you recognize his face, very distinctive face. Ron very, Howard's brother. Yes, very mm-hmm. uh, distinct character actor. 244 credits, and he was in this movie for like five minutes. Jesus Christ. Again, entire Austin Powers series. He was in the TV movie version of Humanoids from the Deep. Oh, whoa, 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 <laughs> nice. Uh, Apollo 13, uh, Ice Cream Man, Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. Whoa. Also, Initiation, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, where he played Ricky. <laughs> Shit. He was in the movie Backdraft, Tango and Cash, Night Shift to 2007, Rob Zombie Halloween, and The Funhouse Massacre. And again, like I said, 200 Just art, tons of shit. Tons of shit. Tons of shit. And Kimmy Robertson is the last person. She plays Clint's wife, wife. or girlfriend mm-hmm. in this movie. 60 credits to her name. My mom's aware of Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. She was like the mom in that. She also was voiced one of Ariel's sisters in The Little Mermaid. She was in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter is Dead. 29 episodes of Twin Peaks, along where she played Lucy Moran. Lucy in Twin Peaks. And she was in all the Twin Peaks spinoffs. And she came back to play Lucy, who is now Lucy Brennan, in the new Twin Peaks series. She got married to Andy. Yep. And she's the voice of Dot in the old cartoon Tick, Mo- uh, Tick cartoon. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. And she was in Speed 2 with Keanu, or, or Sandra Bullock. Keanu Reeves didn't do that one. But. Yeah, he said, fuck that. I'm not yeah. getting on no boat. <laughs> yeah, and rightfully so. Good for him. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, it's just crazy that these people who are in the movie for like five minutes or less went on to stellar careers over the people who are in this movie the entire time. By far. By, yeah. Yeah. No, right. they were kids, though. Anyway, let's go. Still. All right. We open We open in Ireland a thousand years a ago. Thousand way back in the way, way long ago. ago. Like the Middle Ages. So, um, a peasant man, he's like running through the forest at night, and he has this metal collar clasped around his neck. And he suddenly just falls to the ground, clutching at the magical shock collar. <laughs> uh, coming out from behind a tree is our old friend Leprechaun. Leppy. Leppy. Uh, the two of them exchange some words. And we learned that a while back, this man tried to steal Leppy's gold. And that it also happens to be St. Patrick's Day, which is now also Leppy's birthday. Sure. Uh, which wasn't the case in the first movie. Yeah. And uh, so he's he's Leprechaun's slave. Yes. He's Leprechaun's bitch. Uh, Leprechaun turns 1,000 years old today. Yeah. Um, it's his it's it's his thousandth birthday. Indeed. And he plans on taking a bride tonight. Uh, and it, did he kind of specify only 1,000? Every 1,000 years is when he has the opportunity to get some. That seemed to be the thing. That's kind of what it made out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is the only time the Viagra works for my little Leprechaun dick. Yeah, you know, it takes really a thousand weird. years to work. <laughs> a thousand years. That's some pretty bad drugs you got there. Pal. Yeah, it's really weird. Like it doesn't make any sense, but that's what that's. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Let's keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're about to, it's about to get all sorts of fucked up. <laughs> all right, so he plans to take a bride. Uh, Leppy makes a deal with this man that if the man helps Leppy. Get his bride tonight. Leppy will then release him, give him his freedom. And he's all for it. He's like, deal. Deal. Done. Shake Sh- hands. Shake hands. And Leppy says, okay, all I have to do is make this girl sneeze three times, and then she's going to be my bride magically. What? Yeah. Like, what? Whoa. What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> How does that even work? Uh, 
<laughs> like, oh, even God. if you sneeze three times, how is she suddenly your bra? Like, I don't, th- like, what? I how does this happen? So, he can only get married every thousand years, and under the circumstances, if a girl sneezes three times in a row without anybody saying God bless you after any of the sneezes. What is happening? This is so, so weird. Weird. So, like, just, uh, that's what I'm looking for. Just obscure, I guess. Yeah. What? Like, I've never heard about this in Leprechaun lore. Yeah, Leprechaun lore. Yeah, yeah. neither have I. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so this is the shit that he decided to go with for this movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, enjoy the ride. Here, this yeah, is what you got to look forward starting. to. Uh, so, Leppy takes the man to go spy on his chosen bride. And it turns out to be this pretty blonde girl just so happens to be, of course, the man's daughter. Yeah, and she's, like, out in the forest at night doing laundry. Yeah, middle of, <laughs> it's, like, middle of the night, and she's doing laundry in the forest. Or, like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or she's hanging it up to dry right. in the forest. We're not, like, what? We're not even five minutes in the movie. <laughs> I, I think we've talked about it for ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long contest. <laughs> Makes zero sense. Like, why are you in the middle of the woods at night doing laundry? So, uh, Leppy makes her sneeze. Yeah, he. That's another thing. How the fuck is he. This, this is how he does it. Yeah, he blows. He just, like, blows into the air and, like, it causes her to sneeze. Uh, she sneezes twice, but on the third sneeze, the man interrupts, like, by, you know, softly saying, God bless you, my darling, or something like that. Which breaks the spell, and he, but he's like, you know, I just fucked myself by saving my daughter. So he turns to try to run he away. He tries again. to book it. Leprechaun's pissed. Leprechaun uses his leppy leprechaun fairy magic to make the man levitate into the air. And <laughs> Leprechaun, like, you know, he curses the man's bloodline, saying that on his next 1,000 year birthday, he'll go after his daughter's kin, like, you know, whoever is left in his bloodline, I'm going after. Leppy then uses the force to snap the man's neck. He does. He straight up like hangs out with Darth Vader yeah, and Darth Vader. Yeah, uses the force and snaps his neck. Uh, and the man's dead body falls to the ground, and then Leppy just magically disappears. You roll the title card. Next, we see Leppy in his quote unquote home. Uh, he pulls out this scroll of paper, unrolls it, and on this scroll is every girl in the daughter's bloodline throughout the ages. Yeah. And we follow it from the Middle Ages all the way down to modern day. Um, now, I will say, even though this, it's the odds of this daughter's family only apparently only having daughters uh, mm-hmm. is insane and pretty much impossible, I will say, I kind of like the idea of this and the visual because it does show you yeah, like, tracking is, the timeline. It line. is kind of cool when they use, uh, you know, hand-drawn art, and it's it's pretty nicely done. Yeah, and it's, it, it's and pretty they, cool. They accurately kind and of depict like, each period of time era the, the, the clothes the, are the changing clothes and the hair and all right that. right yeah. right there's and a the, flapper one from like the 20s yeah, yeah. And, and they show like where the time where the family tree are came across over to america yeah so i didn't mind this was uh, probably one of the better things about this movie was that it was kind of clever yeah anyway so we cut to modern day la um well uh, <laughs> 1990, 1993 <laughs> in, in modern day um and we meet our main characters cody and bridget Cody works for his uncle Morty by conning tourists into taking a bogus haunted Hollywood car tour. And Bridget is his girlfriend and she's the heir to the daughter we saw. She's the bloodline. It's the same actress. It's, yeah. It's the it's exact same actress. Exact same person. So they're not trying to like pull a swerve on it. It's like, no. yeah, this is fucking, this is the same person. This, this is the same bloodline. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so anyway, Bridget just stands there laughing at Cody as he's like laughing at the fact that Cody is kind these people into yeah he's, a shitty tour. He's he's honey dicking people into his uh, hearse. Yeah, uh, you know, like oh, it's, it's the scariest tour. It's it's you if you guys and this is where we see um uh, Clint, Howard Clint Howard and uh, Lucy from Twin Peaks. And, you know, he, they're just like, I don't know. And it's so funny because they're decked out in high. They're so tourist, like off the charts oh, yeah. tourists, which is pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, he's like, if you if you want to go see, if you want to do the touristy stuff, go to Disneyland. I'm the real deal. Yeah. Um, so Cody gets all the tourists loaded up into the hearse. And then he and Bridget head off to go get Uncle Morty, who actually gives the tours. However, Morty is a drunk. And they find him three sheets to the wind at the local hole-in-the-wall bar. Now, this is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. It's a... Well, wait. No. No, it was St. Patrick's Day. Because they, they even said, St. Patrick's Day, yeah. I thought St. Patrick's Day was the next day. Because I think it actually takes place... Do we have a night then the next day, don't we? No. Is it all one night? It's all one night. Okay, then it is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Okay. It must just be early St. Patrick's Day at this point, then. Yeah. Okay, we'll call it early St. Patrick's Day. Uh... So anyway, Marty's so drunk that he can't give the tour. So Cody has yeah, to, he's shit faced. He's just, yeah, he's gone. Cody has to take his place, which fucks up his date with his date plans with Bridget. Um, now at this point, I do have to make a quick comment on Marty's eyebrows because they're <laughs> fucking insane. Um, the, his eyebrows look like they stuck themselves in in like a power out a while because they're they're like sticking up they and and out. They, they look like fucking. They belong like a, a terrier or something, like a dog or I a werewolf. Love Morty. I thought the actor was good. I thought he delivered his lines well. He's a total sleaze bag. He, he is tell, a total sleaze. He's just on the fringe of society, barely hanging on, absolutely drunk. And he kind of reminded me of George Carlin. Kind of had like a like his voice and his delivery. Yeah, I could I could see where you get that. From There's now. some yeah. some George Carlin inspiration those, there. For I sure. can't get past his eyebrows. <laughs> like the eyebrows were stealing every scene from the guy. I couldn't. Every time he's on the TV, I'm looking at those fucking eyebrows. They're insane. They were incredible. I mean, he looks like he put like hair gel or wax in the like, spike. Like, why would you wear your eyebrows like that? Yeah, it's anybody. It's pretty incredible, but I think Jesus. it helped this character honestly. But obviously not for you because you no, couldn't take your I, eyes I off. No, I couldn't get away from it. I thought it, it was perfect because I was like, oh man, that fits in with this just crazy weird dude. <laughs> Those fucking eyebrows. So Cody breaks the news to Bridget uh, that he has to do it, and of course she's not happy, but she rides along anyway with Cody as he gives the tour. Now one of the stops on the tour is supposed to be the ruins of Houdini's house, and after the tour group moves on, we you know from from the ruins i i did like one of the stops where they stopped at one house and it's supposed to be where bella lugosi died or yeah, lived yeah and this old black lady gets out and like with hair curlers in her hair and throws a bucket of water on it and she's like wait if bella lugosi lived that who's that it's like oh that's his niece that's his great niece stella lugosi <laughs> which i thought was fucking funny <laughs> stella lugosi um Remember what was it? Oh, yeah. So this bum, after they move on from Houdini's ruins, this bum shows up. And we, we start following him as he lays down next to this large tree that has a sign on it that reads, To our friend Harry Houdini from the people of Killarney, Ireland. So apparently people in Ireland are big fans of Harry Houdini. And gift him trees. And send him a tree from Ireland. How, like, that doesn't seem very practical. Like, What? <laughs> Yeah, it, was it sent over as a sapling? Yeah, was it sent I, I, I over as a proper tree because it's a it's a big fucking tree. It's a tree. giant tree, and the sign, and maybe they just sent a plaque to said, you know what, hey, 
here's a for your friend here's a plaque put it on a tree or something <laughs> like we sure you like you yeah like it's such a weird thing like I, Killarney they were Ireland? looking they're basically looking for any excuse to get Leprechaun into L A yeah why I, why even go through that yeah why if he's supposed to be magical you can just why not just say hey you can just show up anywhere yeah. he wants. Like, why would uh, the people of Ireland send a tree over to Houdini that's planted there all these long years to grow up, just, you know, grow into a big tree just to be his... Just to spawn leprechaun. Lepre- yeah, it's so fucking nonsensical, and it's, yeah, it's it's fucking dumb. Um, so, the bum falls asleep on the ground, but he wakes up just in time to stop a magical, or try to stop a magical force from pulling his bottle of whiskey into a hole in the tree. He tries to pull the whiskey back, but it's sucked into the tree. This causes the tree to open up like a fucking cocoon, <laughs> complete with smoke and bright lights. And out comes Leppy. Great who, entrance. Great, yeah. Yeah. Who gives the bump for sh- some shit for drinking yeah, like, whiskey. He, co- he comes out and he starts chugging the whiskey. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, I like Leprechaun style here. But he goes, oh, Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> and he throws it on the ground and he goes, everyone knows it's just Irish whiskey. And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so Leppy then notices that the bum has a gold tooth. So he uses his magic force powers to cause the tree and plant roots to erupt from the ground, like pin the bum down while Leppy rips the gold tooth <laughs> out of the bum's mouth. Fucking savage. The bum runs away as Leppy's pot of gold magically appears floating in midair. Yeah. Leppy adds the gold tooth to his pot, and that's it. We cut to the next scene, which is... So, I'm really confused as to Leppy's powers. Like, yeah, he seems to be able to do anything. Pretty much. He's basically God. He has God-like powers. Yeah, he really does in this movie. Like, it's off the charts his power ability. Yeah, like, know? he didn't have, like, hardly any of these powers at all in the first movie. He like, could, this... like, close a door with his mind, but that was about it. Did he do like, that? Like, he did that, and... I mean, he wasn't... I don't remember him using, like, the force right, and he or could, like, magnetic teleport. levitate and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Like, nothing... This movie, this sequel... Basically, just took the entire first movie and said, fuck it. We're not following anything from that one. Nothing. Nothing. Like, nothing. The, none. O- the only thing that makes any connection to the first movie is there's a split second in the very opening when he's dealing with the peasant man where he, he like, takes out a rag and, like, f- like quickly brushes the man and says, your shoes are filthy, which was a thing in the first that movie. Was, yeah. That was the big thing in the first movie. But... N- Nothing's after that. No mention of the shoes. No mention of a four-leaf clover. No. No mention of him being in fucking North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> None of that. Yeah. I, nothing. They make no reference of any of it. Because the four-leaf clover, he, he, it hurts him. It kills him. Yeah. It, yeah. And that's and, how they, they, they yeah. kept him in locked up or something like no, that. Nothing. So, and then he died in the first one with the four-leaf clover and the fire yeah. well or something. Like, and now, they don't even explain, like, show how he's back. He's just back. He just, fuck it. Yeah. It just, so... Anyway, so we, we jump to the Grand Prix go-kart raceway where Cody drives up in the hearse, still loaded with tourists, and an, an angry Bridget gets out. Cody chases after. We meet Ian, who works at the track and who was classmates with Bridget and Cody, and he's really into Bridget. Uh, Bridget gives Cody some shit um, for, you know, ruining their date, He and then goes off with Ian. Yeah, now this was a line. <laughs> well, he's been dating Bridget, and... You know, he's like, look, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Look, it won't happen again. It won't happen next time. Yeah. And she goes, what do you think? He goes, 
she if goes, there's going to be a next she time. She goes, do you think there's, like, I don't think there's going to be a next time or something to that effect. And part of me would be like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I will say, it, it, I, I, I can understand Bridget being upset by them having to cancel the date, but not that. I mean, because it's not like he's canceling his date to blow her off to go do something. He, he's working, basically. Yeah, I mean, it was a shitty situation. Yeah. Morty was shit-faced, you so know? So it's kind of shitty for her to be that upset for him. But basically, he's covering for his uncle for the, the family business to try to keep afloat. Right. So you can't really get too mad at the guy for that. You should be a little understanding. I, that's that's why I'm just like, fuck you. So, uh, uh, yeah, she goes off with Ian. Cody gets back, goes back into the hearse, continues on with the tour. Driving angry, he now runs a red light and gets arrested and taken to the police station. Here, Cody gets bailed out by Morty. We learn that Cody's parents died three years ago and that Morty is his legal guardian, but really has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> Never comes back. Yeah. Um, so dur- it's basically his only family. Yeah, yeah. During this, the bomb that we saw earlier gets hauled in, raving about being attacked by a leprechaun, but everybody ignores it. Basically, just thrown to the drunk. It's St. Patrick's yeah. Day. He's like, "It was a little three foot man with 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 green hat, top hat, and he had he, he was had, a leprechaun." Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Let me guess, he had buckles on his shoes." He's like, "Yeah, you've seen him." Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Leppy is on the street using magic and his shillelagh. As like a compass to lead him to his bride. Yeah, supposedly? again, again, just powers for sure. Whatever shits and gigs, whatever powers he wants, he has. So yeah, he's basically using it as a you know uh, magical GPS. If yeah, you will. basically. But again, like I, I didn't even think about this, but if he had the power after a thousand years to pop up in L.A., which just happens to be where Bridget is, like. Was he like if he already knows she's in LA? Why would he need the like? I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Like he should have popped up. He could have popped up fucking back in North Dakota, yeah. and then use the compass to like like still point to LA. I'm like okay, I guess I go that way. But the fact that we're trying to make sense, uh, yeah, of this, like nothing makes it's hurting sense. my brain. <laughs> so a t- <laughs> Jesus, uh, a talent agent happens to pass Leppy. On the street, and he's like, "Hey, little man, you got some talent there. Give me." And he gives the man his gives Leprechaun his card. Give me a call sometime. Which, by the way, I don't know what talent agent in Hollywood would pass this monster of a thing on the street and say, "Hey, I, I like re- I like your style. I want to represent you. <laughs> Lep- you. You and me can go places. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So Leppy sees the gold ring on the man's hand. So Leppy just reaches out and and and. and Easily as ripping paper, just rips the man's finger, finger off, right off and takes the ring. He's like, ah, <laughs> he falls <laughs> down. And the man just stands like, okay, it, first of all, no way you can rip a person's finger off that easily. And two, as soon as you feel somebody grabbing your ring or trying to rip your finger, you pull your hand back. He just lets it happen. <laughs> he, was, he just pulls it off. The bucket of gold appears again. Yeah. And he just drops this bloody finger. Into- oh, oh, he... I, oh, there's the pun. Yeah, then, of course, the pun, which I, I kind of loved. He drops the ring in there. He chews on the finger for a minute and goes, finger looking good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just had this pun they had. It's like, oh, that'd be funny. It's like, nah, not really. But they had to, like, yeah. I, I was like, we got to slip it in there. How we make this work. Yeah. <laughs> and you could tell, like, when they show the, the image of the uh, man's hand with the ring on it. Oh, it's see, really you, bad. You, so you clearly tell see it. The fake ass yeah. finger. Like you can tell like where you can see like the seams like exactly where it's going right, to be. Right. It's so bad. So 
We cut to Cody looking at pictures of Bridget in his room. He turns on the TV and he starts having visions making out with Ian on the TV. Like they replace the people on TV. Yeah, he's, he's listening to like poor man's cure music. You know, it's, yeah. it's like <laughs> fake cure. You know, he's watching like old black and white movies. And uh, Morty then tries to cheer him up, cheer up Cody by playing three card Monty. Like this is going to cheer up. Like, hey, I got you got enough. I got here. Hey, let's play some three card Monty. Oh, yeah. Watch the lady. Watch the lady. Here we yeah, go. Where's yeah, she yeah. at? Where's she at? Like, this is supposed to cheer a teenager up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Cody rightfully was like, Cody's like, rightfully was like, fuck like, this. I'm out. I'm going after Bridget. You're an idiot. <laughs> we jump to Ian dropping Bridget off at her house. Ian gets really pissed off with Bridget when she won't put out. Yeah, he's because he's, he's, he's getting <laughs> dropped off and he's trying to put the moves on her. And he gets mad at her for not putting out, even though he splurged on those sweet, expensive corn dogs. What so about the corn dogs? The corn dogs and the racing, babe. I know. He goes, that's. The, the way this is delivered, I couldn't think about what was happening for us. It took me a second because he's like, hey, why don't you invite me inside? She's like, my parents aren't home. He goes, I know. Why don't you bring me inside? And she goes, no, nah, I don't think it's going to happen. He goes, oh, come on. And he goes, what about the corn dogs? And I'm thinking to myself, does he have to shit? <laughs> is, is he like holding this up? Goes, oh, what about the corn dogs? Oh, I got to poo. That would have been funny. <laughs> That's a good way to get yourself into the girl's house. There you, you go. Set that up, fake the diarrhea, just, just, and then like when you're like, "All right, I'm done." And then like, "What's up, baby? <laughs> I'm already in the house." <laughs> no, that's the worst way. That, no, I know that's so awful. <laughs> Josh, bitch, I'm in the house now. I just got done shitting. Who's ready for sex? <laughs> I don't know what kind of girls you get. But. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's the worst. Uh, anyway, Bridget punches him weakly at that in the stomach, and he she storms inside. Ian starts to leave, but basically immediately, like, I don't think Bridget was, is even in the door yet by the time he turns around, and he hears her voice calling to him. He spins around to see her staying in the garage, even though she just went in the front door. Yeah, so she would have to go in the house, around and down, and, and open, open the garage, the garage door. Bridget apologizes for her actions and lures him in closer. She wants to make it up to him and beckons him. You know, he starts getting a little seductive and beckons him, beckons him even closer. Dude, does she talk funny? She's got like this, well, the voice goes deep sometimes. Oh, yeah, like it's, she's got like she's trying I, to be seductive. I can't like, tell if it's an accent that she has that she's trying to get rid of. Yeah, but there's actors all throughout the movie. There's yeah. times where she's like, "Oh God," you know, yeah. like her voice goes really like bizarrely deep. Yeah, this. Yeah, it's her whole. She's a bad thing actress, in yeah. this movie is weird. So, uh, Ian goes over to her, and we see Leppy hiding behind a workbench. Bridget takes off her shirt and bra, and we see some pretty nice stunt tits. Yes, yes, that's perfect. They are totally stunt tits because she's like, in I believe in this, she's supposed to be like 15, 16 years old because Cody has a learner's permit, and she's dating Cody. I don't think they're that young. I, I think it's just one of those things like maybe – Weirdly thing, like you know, well, a, a I lot of people in New York don't drive. I so maybe he's older and just now. I, I guess maybe, but she looks fucking young. I'd say she's 18, 17, Ooh, 18. I don't know, man. She looks pretty young because those I, are definite I, stunt tits. Yeah, I just think it's because the actress didn't want to show her own, but I don't think it's because she was underage. I think she was at least eight, of age. I never thought she was like fifteen in this movie at all. Well, we'll we'll, we'll do some digging, but yeah, I mean, um, she was definitely. Those were definitely stunt tits. Well, you could look it up, uh, look her up on IMDb and find her yeah. birthday. 
Um, so anyway, yeah, we get to stunt it. Um, Ian, of course, is now s- just struck in a deep. He's stuck in a deep booby trance. He is locked in. Locked in. Um, Bridget whispers seductively for Ian to kiss her. And the camera. But dude, he's not going for like when he comes into the frame of the camera, the tits. He just goes straight for the tits. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't go to like kiss her. He's just like, oh, tits. tits. His eyes are like two centimeters away from these titties. Yeah. The camera cuts away, and we see that Bridget has now been replaced by what I can only describe as what looks like a giant riding lawnmower that has been tipped over to stand up on edge vertically, and where Bridget's tits were are now two giant, spinning, insane-looking lawnmower blades of death. Ian slowly continues to inch his face closer to the spinning booby trap of death. Booby trap? Like, I Uh, I wish you guys could have seen this, because Marshall goes, booby trap of death, and that gives me, like, the double point. Like, "Ah?" Ah? Ah? (laughs) I got that one, huh? Ah? How about that pun? So the camera pans over, and we see the shadow of Ian's head, and the lawnmower uh, shadow is cast on the wall. <laughs> He's going to motorboat those blades. Yeah, and we watch as Ian sticks his face into the blades. B- blood sprays the garage walls, um, mimicking Bridget's voice. Leppy comes out from his hind spot saying, was it as good for you as it was for me? And, and then he then skips away laughing and recites some rhyme about the three sneezes, and then he just kind of disappears. So... I found it. Yeah. Siobhan Duncan. Yes. Durkin. Durkin. Born in 1969. Yeah. So she's like 24, 25 in this movie. Yeah. See, I told you she was That's no way. That's crazy. She looks fucking like a child. Amazing. I didn't think she looked that young. I thought she looked a little weird, but I didn't she think she She definitely didn't look fucking 24. No, I, I will say she didn't look yeah. that. Um, so we cut to Bridget with her head... In the fridge, a fridge that is filled with nothing but beer and good old Aussie cola. I know. It was like a good, like, I saw that. I was like, ooh, ooh, RC cola, <laughs> RC cola. Uh, and again, that just shows how bad this movie is, that they couldn't get Coke or Pepsi for product placements. They had to settle for RC cola. And then I was like, you know what? Come to think of it, it wasn't very long after this movie that RC cola pretty much went kaput. I think Garcia's still around, isn't I'm, it? It might be, but I'm saying they yeah. it dropped. They, they were they were still clinging to so the cola I, wars. I, I, I yeah. wonder if this movie had something to do with like RC's death. Like RC oh, <laughs> This help can just say this was the nail in this the coffin. Nail that just put RC down. It's like RC is sponsored by Leprechaun too. Fuck, Fuck you. Going <laughs> yeah. Coke. So anyway, the doorbell rings, she answers it, and there's Cody with flowers. They make up. Now, in this scene, she looks crazy to me. Like, literally, she has crazy eyes. Like, I have a hard time in this movie trying to figure out if she's pretty or just kind of odd-looking to me. Like, there's something going on in, like, in her eye area that just (laughs) makes her look weird to me. Like, I can't tell how I feel about her. Something in her eye area that's just just putting Marshall off. Yeah. It's just, I can't, I can never figure it out. (laughs) Um, Leppy raises up from behind a couch and makes Bridget sneeze. Uh, she sneezes a second time, but instead of saying, God bless you, Cody says, Gesundheit. Uh, and she sees, sneezes a third time. This time, Cody starts to say, God bless you. But Leppy uses his magic to cause the phone to fly off the wall. And the phone cord wraps around Cody's mouth, gagging him, keeping him from finish, finishing saying, God bless you. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
So I guess the German translation does not qualify in this. Yeah, instance. exactly. Because that's basically just God, God bless, bless you, you in German. German. <laughs> like, so, which, yeah, I thought that loophole too. Like, he, he, nope, it's got to be English. Yeah, lucky God. never said it had to be English. <laughs> just say God bless you. So technically, any language would work as long as you're saying God bless you. Right. So, anyway, another. Bad yeah. loophole in the movie. The, um, the phone cord comes out and wraps around. He's like, "Well, oh, fuck, I gotta give Cody credit because he immediately, without, like, missing a beat, he's just like, oh, he's like, I'm fucked. But he looks down, grabs a knife right away, and cuts it off. Yeah. I gotta, I, I like that. Uh, ex- yeah, uh, but Lubby pops out from behind the counters. Bridget screams and cowers behind Cody while he's being strangled by the cord until he cuts <laughs> it off, like Aaron said. Uh, Cody moves in on Leppy uh, like he's going to attack him, but again uses the force to cause... All the hanging pots and pans to fall on Cody, knocking him out cold. Bridget runs away, screaming for help. She reaches the front door, and when she flings it open, she's nearly hit in the face by the dead, strung-up, bloody body of Ian. Just swinging back and forth. Who just has just a bloody red mess. Bridget closes the door. Leppy makes his pot of gold appear now. Again, sure. While saying, man, how convenient is that, man? My wallet is thick. I hate sitting on it. It kind of <laughs> fucks up my back. It's a pain in the ass to carry around my wallet. Okay, but if I could have this magic ability just to bring up my wallet, be like, oh, I got that. <laughs> got it. Zing. Run my card, please. Yeah. yeah. Why can't I have that? You know, one thing that might help you is. Just stop putting it in your back pocket. Put it in your front pocket. That's what I do. And you never have to sit on it again. It's so much better. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you and your logic. So, uh, where were we? Yeah. So, he pulls out. Uh, uh, he says nothing, no weddings can be without a proper wedding ring. And he digs around in his pot. And he pulls out a giant golden collar. And he says with this ring, I'd be wet. Throws the collar at like Bridget. Like a fucking Frisbee. Yeah. Throws <laughs> there. And the collar just magically clasps around her neck and locks. Just like the the man had like the lock locked collar and the, the slave collar, like her great 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 grandfather. Whatever, yeah. Um, then Luppy uses his magic to drag Bridget over to him. He's about to kiss her, but she kicks over the pot of gold. This gives her the chance to get away while Luppy scrambles. Because Luppy ain't having that nope. shit. He freaks the fuck out. He's like ah, you know, he just <laughs> just goes running, scrambling to get get over. Oh gold. yeah. Um, so he gathers up all his gold. One gold coin just so happens to roll perfectly through the living room, round a corner, and into the kitchen, where it rolls even more perfectly, if that's possible, in between Cody's middle and ring like, finger. Like right into his hand. Like it was a, like putting a quarter in a slot machine or yeah. an arcade. Like, this is where it's supposed to go. Yeah. Feeling the coin, this little coin hit his Web, webbing between his fingers is enough to wake Cody up out of being knocked unconscious. Sure. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> hey, what's that? <laughs> Bridget helps him up, and they try to make a run for it, but as they round the corner, Leppy hits Cody in the foot with a mallet. Yeah, no shit. Which now causes pretty, Cody to fall over again. Pretty brutal. <laughs> uh, Leppy grabs Bridget. Cody throws an iron fire poker at Leppy. He catches it in his hand, in his free hand, and coming in contact with the iron causes Leppy's hand to be burn. He drops the poker, and with a gesture, with some weird gesture, he and Bridget just vanish, disappear into thin air. What? Yeah. So he touched the iron poker and started to burn. Do you yeah. remember any of that? Heard any nope. of this? No. Nope. Again, nothing in the first one about that. Okay. At all. Just double checking. At all. 
Um, now, I there, and there was some other movie. I forget what it was, but there, I don't think it was a Leprechaun movie, but there was some other movie where iron was like a thing like oh if they touch iron it hurts them you know but I kind of remember that kind of yeah. thing but I, I don't know I, that, that, that is vaguely rem- like uh, familiar yeah I can't remember what fucking movie it was I just know it was featuring some other movie um anyway so Leppy and Bridget reappear in Leppy's lair which is like inside he's like a Keebler elf he lives in this tree <laughs> underground in the tree um which good. the tree we said this before on the show but this tree is like a goddamn TARDIS it, it's his lair is fucking massive. Huge. I mean, the place put... This thing puts Bilbo's, Frodo's, and Peter Pan's Lost Boys homes to shame. <laughs> it's just massive. Uh, Bridget's all freaked out, as she should be, and grossed out by Leppy, who is constantly insinuating that he's going to fuck her. Yeah. Like, we are going to have sex tonight. Get ready. Get ready for my tiny leprechaun dick, because <laughs> it, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, but he he is a gentleman here. He does offer. He's like, you know what? I know you're kind of freaked out. Here, here's some whiskey to calm your nerves. Uh, that's a, that's the gentleman thing to do. <laughs> Look, before I rape you, get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe you want to be drunk for this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least he didn't pull a Cosby and Roofier. He just oh, offer, oh, oh, oh. you know here's a uh, you know here's some whiskey. Calm you down. Yeah. He just just straight to it. Yeah. Uh, he's honest in his rapey intentions. Yeah. <laughs> With his back turned to where Bridget picks up a rock, hits Leppy over the head with it, and then turns to take off running down one of the tunnels. And she runs into a skeleton that's all tangled up in this uh, in like plant roots hanging on the wall. Leppy just pops up next to her, saying, Oh, what a happy family reunion. So we assume that the this skeleton the, remains of the, the peasant. From the beginning. Fa- the, the father from the beginning, yeah. And as punishment for hitting him and trying to run away, Leppy magically wraps Bridget in a blanket... That's basically like a burlap sack. Yeah. And lays her down on a stone slab, quote-unquote, bed, which looks more like a shitty altar than a bed. Uh, and he keeps talking about them having sex and her giving birth to a litter of yeah, babies. Not just a baby. A litter. A litter. So <laughs> leprechauns, like, come out in litters. So gross. Yeah. Very gross. Uh, so... Uh, he does say he will have to make some physical changes to her body and face, of course, because she's too, the leprechauns, the, the babies won't uh, suck, you know, they won't attach. They won't suckle the They teats. won't nurse yeah. if she doesn't look like... like she's not, she's too pretty. Yeah. Yeah. She's not ugly enough. She's not uh, leprechaun-esque, yes. if you will. Um, so, he next, he pours out his pot of gold on top of Bridget and starts rubbing the gold around on her. Yeah. Like, this is getting weird. This is, like, sexually, like, he's, like, this is, like, what turns this him is, on. This is what gets his motor going. Like, it's really kind of creepy. Like, I'm just going to rub my gold all over you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But he, while he's feeling the gold, he's starting to feel around. He's looking. He's looking. He's like... Me gold! Apparently, gold is missing, and yeah. he can figure it out because he's got the touch. Apparently, he must fuck with this gold a lot. Yeah, he does. Uh, he quickly throws all the gold back in the pot. He starts to leave. Bridget stops him, begging him not to leave her here like this. And then she totally t- pulls a 180 and tricks him into letting her up by saying that she wants to make herself pretty for him for their wedding. So she's like, you know what? I'm going you know, to go along with this. I'm going I'm to play along, blah, blah. So Lemmy then pulls out a red dress from under the blanket. Like, it's like the magician doing, like, the endless colored <laughs> cloth yeah. gag. He just pulls this thing pulls out from out. nowhere. He then licks her face, leaving, like, this trail of slimy goo-like yeah. gruel running down her face and across her eyes. I will say that was kind of gross. Yeah. He leaves to go find his gold. Bridget immediately takes off running down a tunnel, and she ends up right back 
in her house. She ends up back yeah. in her house. I was like, well, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> so she ends up in her house, which is now being searched by cops and detectives. The detectives mention that they have a suspect in the murder because they found the flowers in the note that Cody gave to Bridget. Leppy uses his magic to have the note card from Cody fly out of one of the detective's hands and into his own. And it's just a piece of paper that says Cody. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, all, it. that's all it is. I love it. We got a clue. Just Cody. Cody. <laughs> Uh, but also, the f- I have a problem with the fact that the detective doesn't even flinch or say anything about this. Yeah. Just it's not like zoop. a gust of wind blows. It's like, oh, I, let me go. She just, it's, or this thing gets ripped out of her hand. And, and she's she, like, and eh. It flies away up like up into a tree. And there's like, Where there's whatever. an evil midget. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she's out. like, whatever. Happens all the time in L.A. <laughs> These damn Santa Ana winds. Things, things fire, <laughs> always flying on yeah. my hands. Uh, so Bridget now opens the front door and exits her house. But finds herself back in Leppy's lair. So what does she do next? Now, it's really not a bad idea. It's pretty smart, actually. But it's how she does it that I have an issue with. She starts gathering up all these rounded, smooth stones or rocks. And she carries them in the blanket that she was wrapped in. And she uses the rocks like bread clumps to mark her path. Which, again, smart idea. Not a bad idea. Yeah, but the, like... the problem I have with this is one, she only has a limited number of rocks. She's got about 30 rocks. If that. And she places them like two inches apart. Dude, she, she, it's, Are it's, you kidding she me? Takes like half a step, drops one. Half, half a step, dro- drops one. Like, you're like, going to run out of rocks before bitch, you, you can make still, it you're like, you're, you're, There's like three feet. You can see where the first one is. Yeah. God damn. I know it was, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, oh, like, God. What is your problem? This is... A great idea, but you're fucking it up. <laughs> the director should be kicked in the dick for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a directing yeah. area right there. That's just stupid. Like, we would have got... He, you could, we could see her pick up the stones in the blanket, pull it out, drop it, and move on. Take and about we, 10 and we steps. And we get the yeah. idea. She yeah. You don't even have to show her dropping them. Just drop one and go down the tunnel. Yeah. We get the idea of what she's doing. Ugh. Anyway, it doesn't matter because the rocks vanish as soon as she drops them on the ground. Anyway, they just magically disappear. Yeah, so there goes that idea. Meanwhile, Cody arrives back at his uncle's place to find Morty being interrogated by the cops. Morty spots Cody and I kind of like warns him, shoes him away without the cops seeing him. So Cody sneaks into the apartment by using the fire escape. Morty fills in Cody what happened and why the cops are after him, blah, blah, blah. Cody tells him that the leprechaun uh, tells him about the leprechaun, shows him the gold coin. Cody then tries to convince Morty about Leppy by reading from a book, which conveniently, perfectly describes Leppy and his whole backstory. His whole backstory, his powers, his weaknesses, the fact that he gets laid at once every thousand yeah, years. Like it's everything perfectly. Every what a what a convenient <laughs> yeah. book to have at your disposal. Yeah, totally. Uh, but even even with all this information, Morty's like, "This is bullshit. Mm. You're fucking on drugs. What's wrong with you, kid? There's no such thing as le- I am. I'm a peddler of bullshit. This is bullshit." Yeah, he's like, "Leprechauns do not exist." And on that cue, Leppy just leaps out from fucking nowhere <laughs> and lands on the table Morty and Cody are sitting at. Leprechaun, then Leppy just then backhand pimp slaps Morty. Fuck yeah, he does. Knocking him out of his chair and onto the floor. He then turns to Cody saying, I want me gold! And he starts chasing Cody around the house. <laughs> Cody offers to give Leppy the, co- the co- uh, coin in exchange for Bridget. 
And Lepi's like, hey, that's a fair trade. I accept a deal. But, of course, he has his fingers crossed behind his, his back. fingers crossed. How old is he? I know. Oh, over a thousand years old. Real he's, mature he's leprechaun. Le- he's at least 2,000. <laughs> at at least, least. Yeah. Because in the opening, it was his first 1,000. You're birthday. right. He's 2,000 years old at today. At least 2,000. Yeah. Uh, so, Lepi is about to give him the coin when Morty knocks a bookcase over on top of Lepi and warns Cody that you can't trust a leprechaun. Yeah. He, so, he, he, what? Morty's, well, they read it in the book earlier that they're tricksters, they're, they're shysters. Right, but I'm just from a man who didn't believe they even existed seconds ago to suddenly being a leprechaun expert. Well, he like, did get pimp slapped by one. That was the, <laughs> is there anything to convince you? Let's slap like, some sense into yeah. him. <laughs> I mean, considering the fact that he showed up and bitch slapped him, maybe he's like, huh, I deserve that. <laughs> good on you, Leprechaun. Yeah. Right. I deserve that I deserve 100%. That. We're good. You do exist. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> the two of them leave via the fire escape. Leppy tries to catch them, but the bars that come down on the window are made of iron and burn his hands. How convenient. So, where do they escape to and hide from a murdering leprechaun? Why, the shitty neighborhood bar. Where else? <laughs> they go back to the bar. <laughs> the bar is packed now because it's St. Patty's Day night. Morty's spots some cops in the bar, so he takes Cody into the bathroom. They talk about what to do next. Morty leaves Cody to go get a drink. He's like, fuck you, kid. I'm going to go get a drink while we're here. Yeah, you got to sell your I got, I got nothing, you know, nothing to worry about. There's no no sense of urgency here. I'm going to go drink at the bar. Uh, Cody decides to take a piss at the urinal, and then we see two tiny feet in buckled shoes enter the bathroom. Cody spins around, and there's the black midget, sort of dressed like a leprechaun, standing in front of him, handing out chocolate cane that looks like gold coins. And he looks fucking crazy. crazy. He's like... It was. He's like, uh, God. What's he say? He's like chocolate or something yeah. like that. In his eyes, he's got this giant like his smile. Eyes are as big as they can possibly be. And open. he got this crazy and his smile. smile. And he's he's chocolate. I mean, it looks like he's about his head's about to explode. Or like he's something is very something very large is being shoved up his very tiny ass. Yeah. Like he does. It does not look pleasant. He looks insane. He looks bonkers. He looks scarier than the leprechaun at yes. this point. Like I like, oh fuck, this guy's gonna. Is he, he going to stab him in the yeah, like, what, Are you going to shake me in the penis? Right. What's going to happen? <laughs> and first of all, who goes into the bathroom to offer chocolate to random people that are yeah. peeing at a urinal? That alone is insane and crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, that's just creepy behavior. <laughs> and he's wearing this button. Uh, these it's like Kiss Me I'm Irish, but he's wearing another one. Yeah, he's got. I forget what the, but it's a Ramon song. I forget the name of the like surf, surf bombers or something like that. But it's really obscure. It's so strange. But he gives he gives. So Cody takes some chocolate and he's like, "All right, happy St. Patty's Day." And then and he, he still, still looks this insane look and just turns, yes, smiling <laughs> to no one. He does like a like this is like a turn you see like Michael Myers or yes. his big ass smile and just like. The slow, slowly turn, turns away and then walks and just like the urinal. walks, bobbing his head back and forth. What? This, that is the scariest scene in this whole movie. That scene is so crazy. That's, that's the stuff of nightmares. This scene. <laughs> uh, Cody leaves, but I do like that the midgets looking at the urinal, going, "Hmm," like, like trying to figure out how to the, piss. The, the lip of the urinal is like right at his nose, <laughs> right, and he's gonna try to figure out how to pee in this thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, if I was a midget, I would go nowhere near a urinal. I mean, that's just like just piss right in your face. Like, you're sniffing your piss. 
That's gonna suck so bad. I didn't even think about that for little people, but that's gonna suck so bad using public toilets. Especially a bar one, because you know you got drunk people just pissing everywhere. Right, I mean, if you're in public, I just, I, I didn't even think about this. Do you have to carry a stepladder with you yeah. everywhere you go? Do, How do you piss in public places? I guess you have to ho- try to hop up on a toilet. I guess so, yeah. I don't think even like the urinals for kids would be too small for some, like for, especially for a kid. Like, yeah. Not all, some midgets are tall. We see some in a few minutes. Yeah. In the middle here. But like you talk about, like, he's a very, like, he's a very he's short, a very, very you talk short. About like a Vern Troyer. Right. Like how the fuck, what do they do? Like, you don't know if they could climb up on a toilet and use and it. If you <laughs> fell in, you might be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> And can you imagine trying to climb up on a toilet? Like, again, having to touch it and, like, prop yourself up and on a toilet. And then washing your hands after you got to climb. Like, what? This, you, I, you, I you'd, never... have to, you'd have to have, like, a personal assistant, like, carry you around to lift you up into a sink to wash your I hands. I never thought about that. Man, I that never sucks. thought about that the until now. The plight of little people. Man. Damn. I'm sorry, guys. Respect you guys. Yeah. Man. Respect. <laughs> you guys have to go through a lot of shit. Um, anyway, so that was Tony Cox, a creepy little midget. Uh... Cody leaves the bathroom, bumps into another midget dressed up. This time it's actually Warwick Davis, just without the makeup on, just being yeah. another. Just mm-hmm. so, and he says, "Watch it, nosebleed." Like, <laughs> is that a midget insult to tall people? Nosebleed. So. <laughs> like we're so tall, their nose just randomly. The atmosphere bleed. up here is so, so thin. <laughs> That's such a weird insult. I kind of like it. <laughs> but it's weird. I like it too. But it's like, that's so odd. It's weird. Because Cody is not that tall. He's really not. <laughs> uh, so now we see a whole pack of midgets enter the bar. I wonder a- what a group of midgets would be. It's like a pack, a pride, a herd. <laughs> a pride. <laughs> a gaggle. I, I don't know. Oh, it could be like crows. A murder. A murder. <laughs> A murder of midgets. <laughs> I like the onomatopoeia there. The... Uh, so, anyway, this whole pack of midgets walks into the bar. That sounds like a set up to a joke. Know, know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, did you hear the word about the pack of midgets? They walk into a bar. <laughs> the bartender says, why so short, guys? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What the fuck? They put 20 on the bar. You're a little short. You're a little short. Oh, oh. Hey. We're assholes. We're so assholes. It's after we just said much respect. We, I know. <laughs> we respect you guys. But we're going to make fun of you some more. God. Oh, we're so bad. Oh, okay. Don't hate us. I'm sorry. Uh, Fuck. So, anyway, Cody finds Morty at the bar drinking, and he reminds him about the bomb they saw at the police station, the one ranting about the leprechaun, and Cody figures out, that Leppy's lair must be at the tree at Houdini's ruins. Of course. Because, of course, that's the most logical connection to make. Because uh, the bum couldn't have been anywhere else in the city at all. Uh, Morty points out that Leppy has found them at the bar. And he points over to Leprechaun. And Leppy is just chilling at the end of the bar, watching them all casually. Just kind of like, what's up, motherfucker? I kind of like this scene. I'm like, I see you there. I, I, I like this scene because the bar is full and Leppy can't, you know, he he realizes if he just tries to tear through everyone to get to him, it's going to be, you know, like, shit's going to hit the fan. I was say, this was the best, like... And it's, it's like, Morty's got his eyes locked with him, he's like, he's here. And it's like, it suddenly becomes, like, serious. Yeah. It's almost like something you'd see in, like, a gangster movie or something. It, it, you know? it was very, like, like, yeah. I know, you know that I want to kill you. Yeah. You know I see you. I know you see me. Yeah. And we're just going to sit here what, for a while. Where, where is this going to go? What's going to happen? What's going to happen next? Let I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. But you don't have to wait long, but for somebody who's not... <laughs> 
who doesn't want to make a scene. He doesn't give a shit about using his magic in pub because he's sitting there one, and like at the end of the bar. We're talking like they're at the opposite ends of this long bar. And then all of a sudden, Leppy just magically appears next to Morty. Poof. So you're telling me like the people that are next to Leprechaun don't know so this little person just magically vanishes into thin air well, and appears been, at the end of the bar? They've been drinking. So Marty has the idea of basically challenging Leppy into a drinking contest. Leppy is hesitant at first, but using schoolyard bullying techniques, Morty gets him to Dude, agree. he basically calls him a chicken. Yeah, that's what you I'm know? saying. He, he starts, he start, he's taunting Leprechaun, saying Leprechauns can't hold their booze, and that you'd better off drinking some green lemonade, and you're a chicken, and, and blah, the whole blah. bar, the whole bar, like, joins Starts in on this. They start laughing like, at Leprechaun. Ha, 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 oh, you pussy. You yeah, suck. <laughs> you pussy. And even the pack of midgets laugh at him for saying, oh, you want some green lemonade, little man, or something like that? Yeah. And the, leprechaun, the midgets are like, oh, <laughs> you gave it to him. Yeah, you gave him the business. Now, I do need to mention this. For some reason... Everyone in this bar, even the move for this part, with the exception of Cody, Morty, and Bridget, have no problem with the way that Leprechaun looks. I mean, he seems... Everyone seems to act like Lep is just this normal, everyday midget. And even though he looks like a fucking monster, monster I, he has demon-like hands and, like, taloned, long fingernails. Spiked teeth. Discolored, spiky teeth. Long crazy. ears. His like, ears look like, like, like a cross between like elf ears and like bat or demon right, ears. yeah. And not to mention his hideous like face. deformed skin. Face. It, it, like, he's like brown. Like it's, no way does, excuse me, he looked normal <laughs> at all. At all. And everybody, nobody is ever afraid of this guy, how he looks or anything. No, he's just like, just whatever. I mean, come on, like I said, we just had a talent agent like, hey, I like your sky. Yeah. I'm going to make you a star. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. So, that's another, I think, a big loophole I have about these movies. Like, if you're going to have something... Now, I know some of the Lovers' Cat movies, they start getting more and more ridiculous, and it, they don't try to get you scary. But if you're going to have something that's supposed to be somewhat, at least somewhat scary to be afraid of, and you're going to make them visually look that way, then have people react to them on visually. <laughs> ah, oh, oh, my God. This thing's scary looking. Otherwise... Just have a he can just be a midget in a green suit. Yeah, just like, why go with magical makeup? powers? Why yeah, go why, makeup? Exactly, you don't need it. Just like, give him a beard and dye orange. Yeah, you, know? like, you don't need or otherwise. Why? What's the point? So, oh, and his tongue is like forked like a oh, snake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, Leppy finally agrees to the contest, and now the table full midgets cheer him on. Like yeah, after every shot, like, yeah, and they start saying like one of us. Yeah, one that of was us. crazy. <laughs> One of us. One of us. It was weird. So, anyway, Leppy ends up chugging an entire bottle of whiskey. And Morty has successfully gotten Leppy plastered. Like, he's gone. Yeah, so Morty pulled a fast one. He yeah. did have, like, uh, basically it was, it was what looked like whiskey, but he was drinking... Like it, was, it, was, it was, like... Coke and water. Like, soda. Or like, club soda and... and so, yeah, yeah. He, but, he he looked like it looked like a bottle of whiskey, but it was really like shot of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Morty then grabs Leppy, spouts off some rhyme, Dude, but basically so says, "I won, the, I they, caught you." They had the drinking contest. Leppy shit face, and there's like five empty bottles of whiskey next yeah. to him, and the place is now. Empty. empty. Yeah. What? Wouldn't Completely you, like, empty. At first, they're just like, yeah. The whole bar is pumped and going crazy. Like, they're all cheering and one of us, the chant. Yeah. Everyone's, like, all of a sudden, like, geared up for this drinking contest. 
and by the end of it, everyone's gone. Yeah. The whole place is gone. Wouldn't they be fucking amazed that a little person could drink five bottles of whiskey? That's a point. Like, that is a point that like, you make. But Wouldn't they be like, holy shit, this is amazing? <laughs> yeah, and St. Pants, like, and one, like, it, it, there's a lot of things that make me, I'm questioning about this scene. Yeah. One, what you just said makes a point, because, yeah, people would want, you might want to stick around and watch this. Other people, I could see, okay, I'm bored after right. a few shots, I'm leaving. Get that. But, and then you could argue, well, okay, maybe the it's late enough at night that the bar closed, even though it's St. Patty's Day, so I mean, they'd be open for a while. But if the bar is closed, why are Morty, Cody, why are they still there? Oh, and don't forget the... the and the bartender is now gone, too. Yeah. Like, there's nobody in this know, bar. Except the black midget. He's still there because he's walking out the door and he goes, that was amazing. You're my hero, man. It's like talking to Leprechaun, like, that was absolutely amazing. I missed you're that You're my part. hero. I missed that. Because he drank so much. All right. Uh, I, I totally missed that part, but you're right. So, <laughs> why the bar's empty now makes zero sense as well. Uh... Luffy tries using his magic to hit Morty with a flying ashtray, but a, he's too drunk to do it. This is kind of funny. Uh, Morty says that Luffy has to do what they ask now because yeah, I caught he, you. Yeah, because he caught him. He's holding on to him with both arms. Yes. So, but then Luffy has enough power to use his magic to turn the jukebox on, which is enough to distract Morty, just enough for Luffy to smash a whiskey bottle over Morty's head and make an escape. Because now he's so, he's too drunk to make use the ashtray, but now he's sober enough to get up and run away cleanly. If you're that drunk, I, you your ass is be, stumbling, knocking you take into a shit. three steps and then falling to the left. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Cody gives chase, but Leprechaun's gone. He's he vanishes. Cody tells Mario that he has an idea, and he takes two strips of beef jerky from the bar, and we cut back to Bridget, who has found a hidden box under the dirt floor of the tree layer. Um, inside she finds old bottles of Guinness beer yeah. and the seemingly other random shit that yeah, really just, doesn't make any well, sense. It's, one just, it's reason. like your, like his collection of knickknacks. Yeah, I get, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what it's gotta be. But she pulls out an old all mm-hmm. and jump, we go jump back to Leppy trying to sober up at an espresso bar. The man working at the bar is played by Michael McDonald. Who we talked about earlier, uh, the guy from mad TV. Michael gives Leppy some shit for being short, so and he keeps firing off short jokes and puns and yeah, right, right, right after he's throwing them back and forth. But he's being such an asshole. He's a <laughs> total asshole, like un, like for no reason, asshole. Like I don't like these characters in movies. Like no, I don't. Yeah, there's people that are assholes in life, but I don't think there's people that are this level of asshole. Just, just like, off. I've the, never been yeah. seen anybody just go up like randomly start like. Making short jokes and making fun of a midget to their face as they're sitting there drinking for, coffee in their own in their establishment where they're for, working for no reason. Yeah, for like it wasn't like they got into it. Like he did say, "Hey, I'm closing up. You got to get going." But uh, there's nothing like. Yeah, Leppy was just there, like trying to sober up. Yeah. He wasn't being like as normal, dickish or yeah. trickish self or an ass. He's just sitting there, like hand on his head. I'm hungover. Yeah. Oh. And this guy's just an asshole, like yeah. for no reason. One thing I did like is uh, in the '90s, if anybody, you know. The oversized cappuccino cups were all the rage. Oh, yeah. Like, the giant oversized cappuccino cups. And he had, like, he polished off, like, five, 12 of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I miss those cappuccino cups. They were so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so, eventually, Leppy gets pissed off and, and just kills the guy. 
by magically using the espresso machine to burn Michael's face now, off. Now, I like this. This was cool because he was talking shit, and Leprechaun's like, all right, fuck this. He jumps up, stabs one hand with a fork, pinning him down, runs around the other side, stabs the other hand. So he's pinned down, and he's in front of the, este- like, the steaming espresso machine. He tilts it up, and the steam just blasts him in the face, killing him. Yeah, it burns his face that off. That was cool. Uh, so we, we go back to Morty and Cody. <clears throat> they have broken into the Grand Prix uh, go-kart track because uh, in the office they find a giant fucking iron safe and I'm not kidding you this fucking thing is straight from like the old days of, like the wild west right nobody uses a safe like this anymore especially a goddamn go-kart track uh people still use those safes man people maybe in their in, maybe in their house like I could see like or a gun safe I, and stuff I get that no I, I I've never still, been to a bit I don't know any businesses that use people safes still like use this. this shit absolutely Jesus Christ all right fine but this thing is it's, it's ridiculous. It's huge. I mean, it, it's at I, least like three, four feet tall. When I worked retail, I mean, we had safe. every place had a safe. We all had safes. No, safe, but not like this. Like I, we. Well, maybe it's historic. Maybe it's got some, <laughs> at maybe, a go kart track. It's a okay. solid fucking safe. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just kept expecting to see Jesse James or Billy Kid like ride up on horseback, yeah! shooting six blazers, <laughs> trying to rob this place. Like woohoo! <laughs> they take out a bag with a dollar sign. Yeah, on a it. big dollar bag filled <laughs> up with the. <laughs> They have like the, the three seconds dynamite wrapped up, and they throw it at the safe. We're gonna blow this, blow this up. Uh, anyway, Morty leaves to go pull the hearse around while Cody tries to find something to use as a ramp for the safe. Yeah, because they're wheeling it out and it weighs a ton. They're like, yeah. "There's no way we can lift it in. We need to wheel it in. So find some way to do it." Outside, Morty gets caught by a security guard. The guard handcuffs Morty to the hearse, and he goes off to look for other robbers. He enters the office, but there's no sign of Cody, so he leaves. And the camera pans up to show Cody hiding in the ceiling, which, sorry, god damn it. How the fuck did he get up there? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's one point. How does he get up there is one thing. And then two, the ceiling tiles, they're just like these, they're kind of like the ones Card- above. Yeah, they're, they're just these like little, there's no weight to them. They're not, it's not a big ceiling. He would fall right through this shit. Yeah, they're, they're, they're cardboard, it's it's cardboard panel. Yeah, or it's plastic, card- whatever yeah. that shit is. Yeah, it's like, the, it's, it's paneling. It's yeah. just thin paneling. So... The guard leaves. Leppy pops up next to Cody in the ceiling. This causes him to fall through the ceiling panels, crash to the floor. But he's he quickly gets up and runs off. The guard gets back to Morty and uncuffs him. And that's when he hears a crashing slash shattering sound. And when he turns to look, Morty sucker punches the guard, knocking him out cold. Why did... How did Morty convince him to unlock yeah, him? I forgot what it was. It was something really fucking stupid. Yeah, it was like he was good. He, something was in the car. He's going to show him ID or something like that. Yeah, I mean, in which case, just leave him handcuffed and go get the ID yourself. Yeah, That's and, the cop, like, you're not going to And the cop's like, guy. I've had 60 hours of combat training. Don't try anything funny. And of course, when he looks over, Morty sucker punches him and goes, You should have had 65. Yeah. Like, like oh, it's a good zinger there, Morty. Yeah, which I thought was weird. Like, <laughs> 61 would have made sense, but like, yeah. Like, but sixty-five? Yeah, you, you need five more five hours. Five more to hours. A sucker punch to, <laughs> to tangle with Morty. Normally, that should be covered like five minutes. Don't turn your back on a suspect. <laughs> yeah, Boom! Done. I did that in five seconds. Done. <laughs> done. <laughs> you should have had sixty hours in five seconds. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Morty starts to search the guard for a gun, but he gets hit over the back of the head by Leppy's uh, shillelagh. Leppy starts beating down Morty with a chalet, demanding to know where Cody is with his gold. He is beating the shit out of him. But Morty stands tall. He won't, or, well, not really saying he's honestly going to get his ass with but he, he stays strong and says he, he refuses to say where Cody is. But 
doesn't matter because that's when Cody calls out and says, hey, I'm over here. He's, you see him standing behind the office door on the inside and he's taunting Leppy. Uh, he gets Leppy to charge him. Leppy dives through the doggy door on the office door and lands inside the giant safe that Cody had positioned just perfectly behind the office I door. I kind of liked it. Which Cody then locks him in the safe. Uh, I did not like this. I li- it, it, it made, it was a good way to get Leprechaun into the safe without, like, manhandling him. Because they can't, because he's too powerful. I... So I liked the way they did it. Okay. There's a doggy door. He's standing in front of him, like, you can't get in here. And the Leprechaun thinks he's outsmarting him. Yeah, runs I, I, I kind of... All right, I'm torn. I will say, I at first, when I first watched it, I was like, yeah, I like the idea. But then when I watched it the second time, I started having thoughts like that really started giving me issues with this. <laughs> One is when you f- see the safe in the very next shot after he locks Leppy in, you can see that the safe it's is too taller big. than he the window. He, he would have seen it. The safe was stuck up, yeah. And two, why would Leppy, this is my biggest problem, why would he blindly charge and leap through a goddamn doggy door when we've seen numerous times in this movie he could just teleport and be right next to him inside and like hit him or smack him or so- kill that's him a really good point why would you blindly charge through a doggy door like that's the biggest issue i have with this just teleport your ass next to him like you've been doing it all movie why stop now yeah that's a good point so anyway the iron safe burns Lepi and keeps him from supposedly using his magic which again Big loophole here coming up with that, too. <laughs> but he can't use his magic to escape. Cody uh, wants to go get Bridget, but Morty has another idea. And he locks Cody in a closet and forces Leppy to grant him three wishes. So now Leprechaun's a genie. <sighs> uh, <laughs> they I, mentioned I, it in the book when they were talking about the, the powers and weaknesses of the Leprechaun. But that's the same thing I want to bring up, too, is that Morty, when in that scene, when they're escaping the Leprechaun from Morty's apartment, yeah. he throws the bookcase on him, which I guess is another thing that can hurt a Leprechaun. Yeah, bookcase. Bookcase. <laughs> is he goes, what he grabs Cody, goes, what are you thinking? Don't make deals with Leprechaun. Exactly. And then next thing he do, he's doing Wait. the exact fucking thing. I know. I thought the same thing. I'm just like, yep, yeah, that's, fuck, that's, that's. No consistency with the character. Yeah, ex- I totally agree, one hundred percent. You think you'd be like, okay, we got him trapped. Yay, high five, do a little dance, and cons- go about your day. The only consistency he has is when he makes his wish make sense with his character, but not the fact that he says, "Don't make a deal with him. Don't do it," and then he does it. Yeah, that's the yeah. So. Cody's yelling and plead with Morty not to do this, but Morty says, hey, "I know what I'm doing," and he ignores Cody. So Morty. His first wish is he wishes for Leppy's personal pot of gold. He says, I know I can wish for money and millions of dollars and all that stuff, but I want gold. I want your gold, your pot of gold. And he's a dick. So <laughs> that I like with Morty, I get because he's all about scamming people for money and money. I, I get that. But yeah, I agree with you. Should, like, doing it in the first place doesn't make any sense. Uh, so let me like, oh, a greedy man. Who I'm not, not great. I love dealing with greedy people because they're predictable or something like that. Mm-hmm. So Lebby grants Morty's wish, and his pot of gold magically begins to appear inside Morty's stomach. And Morty's stomach starts stretching and expands and takes the shape of a pot of gold. In his gut. In his gut. Here's the problem. If he says he can't use his magic to escape the, 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 the safe, why can't he suddenly use his magic to magically have his pot of gold appear 
inside of his stomach. Like, it, again, <sighs> this app is like 20 seconds, like a minute at most have passed. He says, oh, I can't get out of here. I can't so, use my magic. I'm going to use my, my magic. magic. Yeah. It's like, what? So Morty's screaming in pain. He's begging to get it out of him. And Lepi's like, I can do it, but you'll have to be, you know, you have to wish me out of this safe. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You wish me out. Then maybe that's the loophole in the magic. So Morty wishes him out of the safe. But Lepi says, Morty, oh, you have to open the door himself. So you just wish, wasted a wish. You just wasted a you wish. You didn't wish him out. You, you just could have opened the fucking yeah. safe. Lepi says, just open the door. Like, all you had to do was open the fucking door and not wish. Yeah. <laughs> Again, what the hell, man? <laughs> so dumb. So Morty then uses his last wish to wish the pot of gold out of him. So Lippy's like, wish granted. And with that, he punches through Morty's stomach and starts ripping his <laughs> stomach open and pulls out the pot of gold with his hands, which, by the way, is in pristine condition. Not one drop of blood. No blood, no guts, no, no viscera. Goo, nothing yeah. uh, on anything on the gold. Morty begs for help, but Bluffley says, oh, you're out of wishes. And then he just vanishes. Morty pretty much dies. Rightfully so, if you have a pot of gold erupt from your stomach, then your stomach will rip ripped open. open. Yeah, you're probably um, going to die. So, Cody then gets out of the closet and is about to go after Leppy when he gets caught by the security guard. The, the guard tells Cody that he knows who Cody is and that all the cops are looking for him. And he leads Cody outside where they hear the sounds of a little girl calling for help. Thinking it's another one of Cody's victims, uh, he goes off to help despite warnings from Cody that it's a trick. The guard leads Cody onto the racetrack where Lepi is waiting in a decked out go-kart of death. He has his own pimped out ride. This thing looks like a vehicle from Mad Max and Mario Kart had a baby. Boom! That's perfect! That's a perfect description. That's so good. Uh, Lepi says to the guard that he's not taking Cody anywhere until he gets his gold and he slams on the gas. Lepi races his Mario Kart death cart thing towards the guard. <laughs> Cody and the guard leap out of the way at the last second. Leppy hits the brake, spins around for another pass. The guard takes off running, but the death cart catches up to him. So the guard just spins around, fires off some rounds from his gun, but the cart rams into him. The spikes on this thing like shatter the guy's legs. The guard flips head over heels. Leppy turns around again. This time he just runs the man over with his head on his sight, runs him over. Just, yeah, he's dead. Leppy next goes after Cody, but for some reason, the death cart just passes through Cody like it was Cody's, fucking Shadow Cody was running, fell over. It looks like it's curtains for Cody. Yeah. Here's the car, goes right through him. Yeah, right through him. Like, untouched, unharmed. So now Cody figures out, oh, Leppy can't kill me as long as I have this coin. Huh? What? That is what you... I, how would you think that? Like, I'm so, if I'm trying to put myself in those shoes, that is not the first thing that comes to my mind. It's like, I maybe like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? I, I, I wouldn't be laying there longer questioning how it happened. I'd be like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, sweet. I got, yeah. I, got, I got lucky. Yeah. Something happened. I'm out of here. So, and for some reason, Leppy can't just take the coin from Cody. Cody has to give it to Leppy. give it to him. Which all of this is complete bullshit. 
Because again, when did this become a rule? It certainly was not a rule in the first movie. No, where he sliced the shit out of uh, the fat guy. The fat guy because he swallowed the coin. Yeah, he was he was going to rip it out of him. And he was slashing him up. He was fucking him up. Yeah. And obviously he's hurting him. Yeah. He's harming him. To get the coin back. Yeah, exactly. And the same thing also with the uh, store owner in the first one when he uses the pogo stick to yeah, the, kill him. Because <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. he's holding the gold coin too. Yeah. So all of that is no, ball brand Nothing, new. All yeah. this is just made up, make yeah, it's crazy goofums. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, you just covered all that. So one more. So anyway, Leppy races towards Cody again, but this time stops just inches from Cody's face, and he vanishes from sight. Cody stands up now in his manly moment. Now his balls are suddenly dropped. <laughs> he's like yelling, like "I'm gonna beat you! I got you! Figured out!" Blah blah blah. blah. And, you know, like, I know where you live. (laughs) (laughs) I know where you live. That's what, like, old neighbors used to yell at me when I was a kid. When I'd be fucking around in their yard or something. Like, breaking shit. That's a horrible kid. I know where you live. I'm like, ah. So he then picks up a metal rod and spouts out the cheesy ass line. Have you had your iron today? Dude, of all the (laughs) iron bars, rods, weapons, things that are available, he gets, like, a... Maybe a twelve-inch thin-ass rod. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty blunt rod. Pretty weak looking. You can't beat a cat to death with this <laughs> thing. It's so small. So he gets in the hearse, drives away. And cut to Levy back in his lair, looking for Bridget. She enters, now wearing the red dress. Her hair is all frizzy. She's looking. This is the best she's looked in this movie for yeah. me up to now because she doesn't look as crazy and weird now. And she's now she seems all flirty, trying to seduce Leppy into a false sense of security. She gets him to sit next to her on the bed. She even gives him a kiss on one of the cheeks. And then, but that's when she goes all Sharon Stone from Basic Instinct <laughs> on him. And she pulls out the awl and tries to stab Leppy in the neck with it. But the awl just, it's like now he's like Colossus. He's made of metal. And the awl just like gets bent. It's like just a, bang, yeah. It just bends. He's like, what? Now he's got fucking adamantium skin or something. What is happening here? <laughs> I Since when? We've seen Leppy been shot He's been before. shot with shotguns. I think he's stabbed or something. I mean, he's been wounded, but now he... Uh, now he's impervious. What is happening? <laughs> Why? Why, guys? Why is this happening? <sighs> so, of course, Leppy just gets pissed off, but here's the sound of Cody pulling up outside. Again, how would you hear? I'm not. Fuck it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I, I just want to quit this right now. I, I don't even want to finish this. He uses his magic to lock Bridget up to a root or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> to a root. Uh, You're right. It is. It's a fucking root. Yeah. He, he he has the, the, the her magical collar lock around a a, a a root. Cody enters the tree lair armed with a flashlight and his dinky little iron rod. <laughs> Cockroaches begin to rain down on Cody. Oh, and not just any cockroaches, but leprechaun cockroaches. Green painted cockroaches. I, yes, I shit you not, listeners. They these movie makers painted cockroaches green and dropped them on this guy on the now, actor. When you say shower, I think of hundreds of. It was four. There's four of them. <laughs> bloom, 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 bloom. Done. 
Well, it'd be like, ew, gross, oh, nasty. You know, it wasn't like a shower of roaches, which would scare the shit out of me. Or, or, they should have done that. They should have yeah, done that. That'd been awesome. But no, it's just like they just trickled. Well, I, I guess they, the tri- they trickled. It was like a mild sprinkle they, of They roaches. probably blew their, their, their whole budget on that, that golf cart of death. <laughs> they, they named a budget for cockroaches. <laughs> Fuck. We blew our budget. We have enough money for cockroaches now, guys. Maybe it was the paint that cost yeah, her. <laughs> maybe we had to paint these fuckers. <laughs> uh, anyway, Leppy pops up behind Cody. Cody chases after after Leppy. Meanwhile, we see Bridget trying to free herself. She uses her feet to try to pull the bent all over to her. Cody comes across a skeleton that's tangled in the roots. This time, the skeleton comes to life and attacks Cody. This may be the least scary int- or intimidating skeleton I've ever seen this a movie. The skeleton looks like it's barely holding yeah, it's together. It's so goddamn fragile. It's falling apart. Literally yeah. falling apart as he's fighting this. Like, really, dude? I, you're like, struggling you, with this thing? Yeah. you could, I could see the, act, the director like, okay, try to struggle, but don't really touch it. Because don't. if you touch it, it's going to fall apart. And we only got one of these <laughs> in the budget. Don't shake we it around too much. We blew our budget on the painting of the cockroaches. We're painting cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying gently not to break this fucking shitty skeleton. It's so bad. It's really so bad. bad. There's looking. a moment where he's like putting the arm on his face like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> the hands on his face. You can see him kind of guiding it yeah. on there. I'm like, holy shit. I'm watching this like, uh, 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 I think I was like 12 beers in by this point. I'm just like drowning myself to not think about this movie anymore. I'm just like, oh my God. So Kobe stabs... Just going through the chest with his iron rod, but it does nothing. Because it goes through his ribs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now you get a very quick scene of the skeleton. Like, it, it's trying to, it's, it's multitasking. It's one arm trying to attack Cody, and the other arm is trying to simultaneously, like, pick his pocket for the gold yeah, coin. Yeah, yeah. So you see Cody, like, manipulating <laughs> these arms. He's working like it's a puppet. One arm is he's trying to get to his pocket. The other one is, like, he's trying to attack himself with. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's really oh, bad. God. So this time, Cody says, fuck it. He channels his inner Jason Voorhees from Part 8 and just punches <laughs> the skeleton's head off. Yeah. And that, that apparently does it. <laughs> Which, by the way, this came out in 1994. Four. Jason Takes Manhattan took, came out in 1989. 89. And it was so much better. Way better. The special effects were so much better. Like, God damn. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but... Because yeah, I, 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 I made it when, when it was ranking the note, I made that note. I was like, I actually stopped. And I, I, you know, I want to look it up to see if that time, if chronologically that makes sense. I'm like, holy shit, it does. And it blew my mind because for some reason, maybe I just didn't see the movie till later. But I thought, like, for sure, like, oh, Jason Takes Manhattan wasn't until like the 90s or so, like that. But fuck, that was 89. <laughs> anyway, so Cody continues wandering down the tunnels looking for Bridget. Then out of nowhere, he just falls into a pit. Just. Falls through a pit in the ground. And, like, again, I was so mad because if you're going to fall through a pit that fucking big that takes you that far down, you're going to see the goddamn pit in front of you. It's going to be obvious. It's not a little hole in the ground. You're going to, like, it wasn't like he used magic to, like, make the hole appear or something. He just fell into a goddamn pit on his own volition. Uh, So, and he, he gets tangled up in, like, roots and twigs. And,. Also in the pit is now Leppy, who seems to be grabbing at Cody, trying to get the coin. 
even though he just said, I can't take yeah, it from it you, but here, to me. but here he's like, give me the coin. He's like yeah. pawing at him, like <laughs> grabbing at it. Uh, so again, they ignore that this Ryan is fucking all over the place. It makes zero sense. Um, he does also say that if Cody gives him the coin, I'll set you free. Um, then in a blink of the eye, all the roots and twigs and even Leppy are gone. And Cody's just standing in a tunnel again. So this pit made no, like, yeah, didn't matter. Zero, yeah, nothing mattered. Um, Cody finally finds Bridget locked up. And Jesus Christ, what happens next made me laugh so hard from just sheer stupidity. Leppy bursts out of a fucking rock like the old gobbledygooker. <laughs> Saying surprise, <laughs> the gobbledygooker. That's the most obscure wrestling reference I think we've ever used on this show. We use some wrestling references here. We like wrestling; it's fun. We like '80s wrestling, but the fucking gobbledygooker from Survivor Series, I think '87, '87 or '88, yeah, is one of the most well done, bizarre, obscure wrestling reference ever. Thank you, thank you. Well done. Hopefully, you guys, some of you out there will actually get that reference. The Gobbledy but, uh, Gooker. The Gobbledy Gooker, who was played by, uh, uh, was it Chavo Guerrero Sr.? Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Or the other Guerrero, like Eddie's father. That's right. I remember reading something about it. It was one of the Guerrero, it. It was... older Guerreros. <laughs> Poor bastard. Hector Guerrero. Yeah. I think it was, it was, Hector, Hector, it was right. Hector Guerrero. Dude, well, goddamn, look at you. Check out the big brain on Marshall yeah. with the wrestling, like, wrestling history. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> he bursts out this fucking fake looking ass rock. And he's like, surprise. <laughs> and then Cody and Leppy have like a quick little standoff while Bridget continues to pick at the lock on her collar with the, the with the awl. Bridget gets the collar off, throws it at Leppy, knocking his top hat off. And this is enough to be like, oh no, my top hat. Yeah, <laughs> so, he's embarrassed. I think he was embarrassed that he was balding. Bald. Yeah, he like ring around. He, he has like the Hulk Hogan haircut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cody tells her to run, and the two of them take off running down separate tunnels. Not together. They go in opposite directions. Now, if we haven't talked about this enough, I, I, I'm going to now. So, for, this is supposed to be an underground tree, right? A tree, underground. Right. And the but the walls and the floors they don't look right. They, the sets just don't match up with what it's supposed to be. Like you think it'd be like dirt or the, yeah, yeah for, the, dirt you would or think roots there'd be floor, or, yeah. the floor would be dirt. But it's more the floor is more covered in sand, sand than dirt. And the walls are not made of like don't look like they're made of wood like, or dirt. Like cloth. They're fucking plaster and painted styrofoam and cloth, not dirt or wood. And it just looks so cheap and so hastily made right it's so bad but again i guess we blow your budget on painted cockroaches <laughs> something the sets have to take the sacrifice they, they they suffer so cody and bridget run into so they find each other and they try to escape but the next several shots all we get is the gag of them going down one tunnel after another and, and always back ending up into the backing where they start yeah uh so they try to reverse their path but all that happens now is they get separated again uh, Cody finds her again. So again, no big deal. It's like, oh, they're separated. Oh, now they're back together. Very next scene, they're back together. Yeah, it didn't, didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't fucking matter. And he tells her that she found a way out. And, uh, oh, she tells him that she found a way out. Oh, and she is laying it on thick. And it's like, you have to leave the, just leave the coin here because that's all I want. Leave here. We'll get out of here. We'll be fine. 
Give uh, him the coin. Let's. I don't care. Let's just escape. Yeah, Cody. And she's she's like making out with them or like, trying to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cody tries to tell her that as long as they have the coin, they're safe. She kisses him, tells him she loves him, and that's all I think. Cody's like, okay, here you go. Here's the coin. Uh, honey dicked. Yeah. Uh, so Bridget then starts laughing and speaking in Leppy's voice, saying, "You lose." And in a cheap, crabby burst of light, Bridget changes into Leppy. Leppy makes Bridget appear out of thin air. She begs Leppy not to hurt Cody. And she's like, hey, don't hurt him. I'll go with you. Just don't hurt him. Cody tries to stab Leppy with the iron rod. But Leppy uses the force to freeze Cody in place. And then sends him flying backwards out in out of the chamber they're in like into a tunnel. Bridget runs over to him. And we see that the iron rod has now impaled Cody through like the side of the chest. And... Thinking he's dead, Bridget turns to Leppy, like all hope's gone from her. She's like, he's dead, fuck you win, blah, blah, blah. Leppy takes her hand and starts to lead her away, saying that it's going to be one hell of a wedding night. But that's when Cody pops back up, saying, in your dreams, and stabs (laughs) Leppy in the chest with the iron rod. Even though you, we clearly see the thing was fucking impaled through him. Now, I don't remember him being impaled, but did he pull like the old... Stick it in the armpit the, move. I'm getting that would had to have been it, but what? Like, oh, because I'm pretty sure when I saw it, it was coming out of like his pectoral muscle, like it was coming out of him. I thought it was like, I, I, but, here's another thing we we didn't mention it, but <laughs> he gave him the chocolate coin. Yeah, Did well, that, does that come it, up? It hasn't come up yet. Okay, well, let's keep going then. I'm sorry, yeah, uh. I mean, that's no surprise. You, you know that's good. You knew that was going to happen as soon as he got the gold coin from the midget in the bathroom. I mean, but uh, so he says, "In your dream, stabs Leppy in the in the with in the chest of the iron rod." Cody takes the coin the coin back from Leppy, saying, "Ah, real milk chocolate, genius!" But he just heard him. He just threw him around with magic. Yeah. So he has the real coin. Yeah. If he has the real coin, how is he using magic on him to harm him and throw him around? Yeah. Shit. I don't, again, yeah, that's a great point. Like, he shouldn't be able to do that. God damn it. <sighs> <laughs> Fuck this movie. Uh, so, bolts of energy and light begin to, like, shoot out or spark off Leppy. And I use that term very loosely, spark out or shoot out him, because it is one of the worst effects I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like little... <laughs> it, it's like a fucking, like... I don't know. Anyway. It looks like, like, like a like, flint. Like, you're starting, like, a... Like a <laughs> when you're just using a flint to spark to start yeah, a fire. I, uh, he, he looked. It looked like a sparkler. Yeah. It's like they stick yeah. a sparkler on his chest. And it's like a little sparkle. <laughs> it, it, it's so bad. Bridget shouts out, he's going to blow. Cody grabs her. They run off down one of the tunnels. Now, how the fuck would she know that Leprechaun is going to explode? There's no way either one of them would know that. <sighs> I mean, plus, he's not, like, inflating or ballooning up like Thunder did from... Uh, Big Trouble Little China, which that was like, yes, that guy's going to fucking He's going to blow. Yeah. That's a visual cue. This made no sense. No one is yelling that for anyone to expel, yell out, he's going to explode or pop or whatever, but not fucking here because they know. It just, sure. ah, ah. And like I said, the visual effects are even worse because, they, like I said, they look like goddamn spark around chest and like a little, <laughs> little dinky flashlight going bing, bing, bing. Like, it's so pathetic. It's laughable. It's almost not even laughable. It's just sad. It yeah. almost, it's painful to watch how bad this was. So regardless, Leppy does fucking explode. 
Uh, Cody, Bridget make it out of the tree. They kiss. They laugh. Ah, ha, 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 it's all over. Whatever. Bridget asks Cody if he's going to keep the coin. But but he just like flips the gold coin over his shoulder as they walk away. Saying, it's, it's not, not worth, worth it. it. Like, are you kidding me? It's not worth it because apparently that's the coin is the one thing that protects you from a fucking leprechaun of death. Right. That you've just vanquished. You just beat what him. you think. And as far as everything you, everything you've witnessed in this one night, I would not be surprised. But it's like, okay, yeah, he blew up, but he's also magic. He's disappearing. Yeah. Right, he can just, come back. Just yeah. on safe side, I'm holding on to this thing. The, right. The, Get me out of jail. Save my life. Coin. Exactly. I'm not getting rid of that fucking thing. Because even if he does come back, I'm like, you can come back, but you can't fucking touch me. Yeah. As long as I got this thing. So, fuck you. I'm keeping it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Retarded. Anyway, they kiss again. Roll the goddamn credits. That, Moon Goons, is fucking Leprechaun 2. Yeah. The shit stopped. The shit. <laughs> oh, God. I hate this movie. <laughs> I, I, I think where we're going, I know where we're going. We <laughs> go to so sure bad, it's good, so bad, yeah, it's scary. Well, so, before we get there, let's go on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right, favorite kills. They, they, again, not much in this movie. Not a lot of kills. But again, kind of never movies never really do. Never like um, it's a good body count. No, you, know? you really don't. So. Favorite kill? My favorite kill is the espresso machine kill. Espresso machine? I think the guy deserved to die. I thought he was a dick. I liked the way it was done. It was probably one of the more gory ones, too. They sh- they, they, yeah, the effect wasn't that. bad. Like, the steam hitting his face. He's pinned down by the forks. He's going, ah! And you can see there's something. There's some practical effects underneath his skin, like under makeup. Yeah. And they cut different scenes. They cut back to Leprechaun. They go back to him. And his face is more fucked up. It's pulsing. Blood is shooting out. So they actually put some effort into this death into this like as a good effect uh one of the only things i think would give it an r rating other than the titties we saw earlier yeah so that was my favorite kill okay um yeah to me it's it's either that one or ian because i mean i i did like the the, the visual of like the, the giant lawnmower spinning blades yeah. i thought that was good and you did get some tits with that one so you, you did uh but you're right the, the other one was more gruesome but I'm, I'm gonna go ian actually yeah i'm going with the lawnmower it's fucking ridiculous because it had titties and it did have titties <laughs> Um, and titties always win. <laughs> <laughs> you got trumped with titties. <laughs> Nothing beats the titties. All right, moving on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, ratings. IMDb gives it a 4.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes. I wish I had the running total, but this movie gets the prestigious honor of joining... The zero percent club. Wow, zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We've had one or two other movies that that had zero percent. We've done uh, with a twenty-eight percent audience score. Oof. Amazon, fuck you, Amazon. Everybody on Amazon, four, four. and a half out of five. Jesus Christ. Uh, plot keywords forty-one. I wrote down four that I just thought were kind of stupid. That you uh, <laughs> sh- shouting was a plot keyword. Shouting. Shouting. Huh. Uh, tree. Guess. Tooth pulling. Huh. Yeah. And wood. 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 <laughs> why would wood be why would, why wood, would wood be a plucky word? <laughs> if a plucky wood could be plucky word, why would wood wood wood? I don't know. <laughs> why would wood be wood wood? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't fucking know. So W O O D yeah. Wood. Yes. Weird. Yeah. Um, Really fucking weird. 
Uh, all right, so trivia. I actually got some trivia for this movie. Cool. Um, all right, this is the only movie in the series that took place on St. Patrick's Day, which was kind of surprising because if you're going to have a movie about Leprechaun, why would it not be? Like, right, you, turn it like a Halloween franchise. It's always on St. Patty's Day. Like, why would you yeah, not do that? That seems like a, a logical step. Yeah. Um, and this one's crazy. I wish this would have happened because it probably wouldn't have been more entertaining. But Denise Richards was a major contender for the role of Bridget. Oh, Could shit. Can you imagine that Denise Richard was bridging instead of just We Shemang? wouldn't see stunt titties then. Maybe not. Well, I don't know. Maybe in 19... When did Wild, Wild Things didn't come out to like 98, I think? Ooh, I did like that movie. Because I was working at the video store, uh, Hollywood Video in 98, yeah. 99. When, I remember putting that one on the show. It had to be 98, yeah. Because I remember watching it my freshman year of college, yeah. Yeah, so... Which was 98, she, so... 94, 40, she may mm. not... I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, still would have been more entertaining, I think, than um, it was. Uh, this was the last movie in the, ser- in the series to get a theatrical release. No, no straight to no, video. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, no, not surprised that this was the last one that went to the theater. Um, it's also called, um, uh, one of his names like overseas or something. So our name is called One Wedding and Lots of Funerals because a four weddings and a, a funeral? funeral just had came so, out. So wait, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. That was their international release name? Uh, One wedding and lots of funerals? Uh, at least in, in some other country, yeah. Holy I don't shit. know if it was like all international, but at least one of them was. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard of. Yeah. You think it would have like, it like with a title like that, you think it would have something to do kind of with like loosely following or imitating the story of four weddings and a funeral. Yeah. Instead of a goddamn leprechaun, which is so obvious. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought the same thing. That's insane. All right. Now, um, these last two, the last one is the shortest one, but it ties into with this one. This one's a little longer, but it's interesting. And it, it, I think I would, you know, it kind of changes the movie up. So, all right. The original draft of the script featured several scenes and subplots that were cut out, and but they were filmed. Mainly, there was a love triangle between Bridget, Cody, and Ian, and there was a much larger plot point. Hmm. Ian was more of a main character who appeared in multiple scenes that took place after his death in the finished film. After Cody dropped Bridget off at the go-kart place, there was a dialogue mentioned how Ian and Bridget had dated in the past until he cheated on her, and she broke up with him, uh, with Ian bullying Cody at the time. Yeah. Scenes of the go-kart track included Bridget hanging out with her friend Mandy and another friend of Ian's named Lyle who tried really hard to flirt with Bridget. Lyle, huh? Lyle was Cody's best friend who ditched him for Ian's clique in high school and helped Ian bully Cody. Lyle broke Bridget, (laughs) took Bridget home, and after attempting to kiss her, gets lured into the wood chipper by a nude illusion of Bridget. Ian was set to appear at Cody's apartment demanding to know where Bridget was and why his friend Lyle was found dead. After Cody convinced Ian of the leprechaun of the leprechaun with the gold coin, he decided to help him out. But he secretly wants her for himself and later tries to push Cody in front of the go-kart the leprechaun is driving. He is later found by an illusion of fooled by an illusion of Bridget in the leprechaun's lair in the final act of the film. Wow. Giving her what he believed was the real coin which he stole from Cody, but Cody actually gave him the false one, and Ian is killed by the leprechaun in the tree. Reshoots reduced Ian's role to the two scenes, giving Morty more to do, and the character of Lyle and Manny were cut out completely. 
Wow. Now that sounds like a more interesting movie. That had I, more depth and more plot and more character. Like, totally agree. That may have made the movie a lot more interesting, in right. my opinion. So I was really surprised that they 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 got rid of all of that because I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. All right, that's all I got for trivia. We're going to move on. We haven't done this in a long time, ladies and gents, but we finally get to play the budget game. Ooh-ooh! They spent how much? The budget game. All right, Aaron, what do you want to guess? The budget of the 1994 theatric, ooh, excuse me, theatrical release of Leprechaun 2. Okay, I'm going to break this down a little bit. So I listened to our podcast of Leprechaun. Yes. Leprechaun was made for $900,000 in 1993. This followed immediately on the heels because... Leprechaun made nine million, just under nine million in the box office. Right. So great return on investment. Uh, so they're probably thinking we need to cash in on this again because, again, nine hundred thousand dollars made us nine million. So my guess is going to be right around that same budget. I'm going to go with. I bet they go. We're going to make more for less, and I'm going to go with seven hundred fifty. Well, hold on. Stop the presses. The first one, their shooting location was kind of in the middle of nowhere. Here, they were in L.A. They had different areas. Hmm. Nope, I'm going to go with my original gut. $750,000. $750,000. Well, Aaron, as uh, Mike McDonald would say in the special shop, you came up a little short. Oh! Way short. Way short. The budget, $2 million. Wow. Like I said, man, those fucking painted cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you have a chance to redeem yourself because you we have two more guessing games. We have opening weekend gross Ooh. and total gross in the United States. You got States. some good info. Okay, total gross in the United States. No, okay. opening weekend first. Okay, opening weekend. I don't have a theater account, just opening weekend. Let's say it made, it, it increased, and this came out in April, you said. Yes. It's a good time to see movies because it's shitty outside and, you know. Uh, four million opening weekend. Uh, I think that's what the studio people were hoping for, <laughs> but you reverse it this time. Now you completely blew your wad. Opening weekend six hundred seventy-two thousand seven hundred and seventy-five dollars. Yeah, I wonder what else came out around that time. That's a good idea. I wish I should have looked that up. Yeah. Um, but with that in mind, that might give you a little bit of idea what the gross was. Well, then I'm gonna go back to four million. Four million for the total gross, still blowing your wide. Total gross in theaters two million two hundred sixty thousand six hundred twenty-two dollars. Oh, barely made its money back. Barely. Oh. Yeah. Oh, how Leprechaun. Fe- so there's something to be said about that because the first one made nine million dollars and it had a better story. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sorry. It was made for nine hundred thousand dollars, but it made nine just under nine million. So, you know, it, there's there's proof right there that story matters. You just can't ride piggyback on, you know, this the, trying to build a franchise. You just can't piggyback into this. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, th- this movie <laughs> yeah. can suck my balls. It, 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 indeed. Uh, anyway, so let's move on now to uh, five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. All right, five-star reviews. There were 272 total reviews on Amazon for this movie. 
62% of them were five stars. Fucking assholes. What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> but here we go. All right. Here we go. Okay. From Texas Guy 84. Fuck you. Not too bad for an older movie. I'd say give it a shot on a rainy day or when all else fails. Five stars. Not too bad. Not too bad. It gets a five-star rating from you. If it's a rainy day and you have absolutely nothing else to do, eh, then maybe watch it. But five stars, guys. Wow. (laughs) Loved it. With a smiley face at the end, by the way. (laughs) Uh, From Roman Brickner. I love... Okay, first of all, let me say... A lot of these reviews were not just for this movie... That they were for like the Leprechaun box set as okay, well. Yeah. So I tried to filter through ones that were more about just this movie, not the whole collection, but some of them get mixed up. Um, I love the collection. Some people are scared of these movies, but I find them funny. Just like Motel Hell. I mean, please, are you scared of that nonsense? Funny to me because I knew the words to the song when I was in the Boy Scouts, and then the movie came out. Too funny. Five stars. What the, the fuck, fuck are you talking about, Roman Brickner? I don't... What song? What song? What song came out? What are you talking about? I, I don't get this at all. Roman, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I... I just... That one just make That's a head-scratcher right there. Yeah, that's strange. Michael Grosh McCloskey. I realize these are... What? There are... I realize there are, what, six? Question mark? More than four Leprechaun movies altogether. <laughs> Most of them have one of the Star Wars Ewoks. Don't ask me what his name is, dot, dot, dot. I have never seen any of them. Five stars. What? What? (laughs) Okay, are you saying you've never seen any of the Leprechaun movies and you're giving this five stars? Or are you saying you've never seen any of the Star Wars movies? Five stars. Either way, fuck you on both ends. (laughs) Get a shillelagh in the ass. I don't even know what his name is. (laughs) Fucking A. From Jack Douglas. So, yeah, if one is looking for actual historical information on leprechauns, they probably will feel these movies are a waste of time. If there are viewers out there who want to be intrigued by what they watch, these two will be very disappointed. If anyone out there likes to be entertained just for the fun of it, then they will love these horror flicks. Five stars. (sighs) Last two. From Mateo Santiago. Santiago. I don't know. Fuck it. I love the leprechaun. He's so clever and tricky. So are his rhymes. He can put anything on anybody. I'll be scary a leprechaun. It'll be scary a leprechaun lurking through the shadows then deceiving you. I wasn't disappointed in the audio quality. What gets me, the leprechaun could kill them right away. But I said before, he does a lot of trickery and is completely deceitful. There's nudity in the second and third one. Very brief, but it ain't hurt you. In all of these four movies, there's attractive women in humor, action, a little romance, and let and letdowns concerning Romaine. Plenty of people die in these movies. You won't be let down for long if you get these movies if you're a fan of horror and folklore. Five stars. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that review. Yeah. That one was weird. Yeah, and last one from Catherine Grace Z. This was on IMDb. This uh, this was a different okay. one from Amazon. Uh, Leprechaun 2, in my opinion, is a very clever and hip horror film you'll love, which will leave you feeling good. <laughs> the only things that about it that scared me, like the first two, were some of the blood and gore, and when the Leprechaun suddenly appeared or jumped out from somewhere. Other than that, I didn't get scared at all. 
You mean you didn't get scared by the parts that weren't meant to be scary? <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> uh, all right. So before I wrap this up, I'd like to say that everyone involved in this film did an outstanding job. In conclusion, to all you horror film lovers that have not seen this very clever and hip horror film, you'll love which you'll love which will leave you feeling good. I highly recommend it. You're in for a good time as well as some pure chills and thrills. So go to your video store, rent it or buy it, turn down the lights, lock your doors and windows and enjoy. I don't know about you, but after watching it, I felt good. Did you feel good? <laughs> oh, I, I felt think it good. felt good. <laughs> I feel almost refreshed. It was so hip. God damn it. Fucking A. All right. We're that's it. We're wrapping up. So Aaron, take us out. Conclude this for us. <sighs> okay. Um It goes without saying so bad it's scary. I think obviously we're going that way. And it has to do with all the bullshit that we exposed throughout this entire podcast. Just the mind-numbing, skullduggery, dipshit writing. <laughs> it's You keep contradicting yourself and fucking up. Yeah. And it's just... It had some good acting, actually. The acting wasn't horrible. The girl kind of sucked, and I hit a weird voice. Oh, come on. Cody was awful, too. The yeah, only person it, you liked was uh, fucking love Morty. Morty. I'm sorry. Morty was the shit. But, yeah, it, that... <laughs> well, and we just said the best actors were the people who had the smallest parts. Yes, so. that's true. Uh, it, the, the only scene worth really watching, I think, is the whole bar scene. Everything that happens in the bar, I kind of liked. But other than that, the movie was bullshit. Just absolute <laughs> bullshit. There hardly was any gore. The kills sucked. Yeah. There was the one kill that was okay. I thought it was all right. And that's the one I picked as my favorite kill. But overall, it wasn't like, stop the presses. That was an amazing kill. Yeah. It, you drop the ball in all the parts that are fun about the Leprechaun movie in the first one. Fuck this movie. Yeah, fuck this movie. Fuck it in the ass. Um, I agree with you. So bad, scary. And you know what? You said it all. I'm not even going to waste any more of my time talking about this this fucker. So that's it, guys. <laughs> so bad, scary for both of us. Uh, we'll be back later in, in the future with another movie. So in the meantime, guys, remember to watch more horror movies and to always keep it tight. <laughs>